Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bruce Warchief Hoover. And Chris the Enforcer Vasquez. Holy crap, that is loud. I forgot how big good that microphone is. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're really going to need to back up off that thing, Chris. I'm watching My bad this. shit. <laughs> I blame Chetto. I blame Chetto, too. Everybody it's always Chetto's fault. Everybody oh, does. geez, that thing is just... All right, yeah, we've been messing with these all day. I'm, I, even I'm spiking really hard, so it's going to be a fun day. <laughs> I'm going to turn my ass down. All right, so everyone on Twitch and everyone who will be listening to us later, how you guys doing? Um, we got a little bit of a difference today. We have uh, uh, on the desk with us today, we have... Bird. Of course. Chetto. All right. And Andrew, of course. Yeah, they could see, like they could see you, so you I, guys can just talk. I, I forget that this is a video chat, so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just checking. Out hi, all, hi, people. Yeah, I'm just watching like all the stuff here, and like just as it's going, like oh, let's just turn you up. And... Yeah, you're peaked. All right, that's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> pretty, pretty much, it's pretty cool for anybody who's never seen this. It's really cool. It's called Go Away. We got this from uh, Denny Sonar Green. Uh, if you watch like the the green bar that's spiking across where we want it is right in the middle where it's going is not there at all, which is something that just shows that I haven't touched this shit in way too long. And you're going to hear the echo of me and down here because we've effectively emptied out half my basement. So we really got to get a wall like right here because <laughs> of all this. Uh, so I'm going to go around the table really quick. Um, once again, we're back. Uh, I wanted to do another one because Hush just came out. And I want to talk a little bit about that because it's one of those definitive stories. And uh, Hush is just such a fantastic uh, story that it actually spawned a lot of duplicators in uh, the New 52 and things of that nature. And I want to talk about the differences between that, and that's why I have Shadow here. Um, I'll run down the line really quick, and I will let them introduce themselves a little deeper why I would have them here. Uh, Bird, why would I have you here? Uh, because I live here. That is it, exactly. <laughs> uh, effectively, Bird has watched all the animated series with me. Uh in the past and that's about it right there i mean like he's watched these so he's had an idea of what the animated like universe has become correct i'm sure what you're doing i'm trying to uh actually get closer to this but the... there that's that's somewhat better, better. <laughs> it'll work <laughs> don't worry we can as long as we hear you here it's gonna be registering there i hope all right and Chetto, you want to yourself about as uh how what, uh, why i would have you here uh probably because you know how we pretty much got first together was like hey comics yeah batman sweet let's drink let's drink yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and essentially like you know we can have like long 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 conversations concerning comics movies to com or comics to movies and specifically batman we're definitely going to touch on the dceu as well while you're here because i wanted to do that i thought about it for like two seconds and i thought about all the changes that are coming and uh, i want to do it and also this is and we got a uh, Andrew Bullheimer here with us, our bully. Yeah, Bullheimer, Bullheimer, Hammer, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> Usually, never my first name because apparently Andrew is hard, too hard for people to say. It is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm the uh, person most people didn't know was into comics, and yeah, they're like, "Oh, you're into the shit? Yeah, come on by." And uh, haven't read anything DC pretty much ever. I was more of a Marvel guy and Vertigo and shit like that. But big fan of the original animated series and, of course, the live-action films minus Batfleck. Take that, Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to our sparring session a little later. Oh, God. Here we, we have go. foam weapons. We can settle this right now uh, or later. I mean, if you're, we're going to touch on Batfleck. I mean, that's simple enough. But he's the only Batman that just, you know, he did, he went from everyone else going, I don't kill, to meh. 
I mean, one vehicular, vehicular homo- homicide was amazing. Okay, <laughs> let's just get. Wait a minute, weren't other Batman kind of guilty of that? No, 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 no. They weren't killing on purpose. They just didn't bring it up. This dude's blatant as fuck about it. He kicked two people into a, like a freezer with a grenade. Like this guy is just, he's in it. Well, can we not forget also that Keaton stuck dynamite down a clown's pants? You know, it was already there. He just lit it. Okay, if we're going to get technical here. <laughs> the clown was hoist with his own petard, so. I mean, he also did light a clown on fire with the Batmobile. That's true. I know they're a good time. I mean, geez. All right, but that's going a little bit off topic for what I wanted to talk about right now. Um, but we'll get to that. But first and first, what's going on this weekend? If anybody who's a fighting game fanatic is watching and you're going to listen to this tonight or tomorrow, Evo is going on right now. Um, if everybody doesn't know, Evo is the definitive uh God, you can hear like my chair and every chair going on here. These are such good microphones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> legit, literally legit. I need a better chair. Uh, Evo is the definitive fighting game tournament that goes on. It pretty much has some of the best of the best, and then they take some of the more unknown. Uh, this year, the lineup I have it pulled up right over here uh, <laughs> is, of course, Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition, which uh, Evo started off as a Street Fighter tournament. You got to remember that, okay? Evo started yeah. off as All a right. Street Fighter tournament, and it just blew up. Like, I want to go next year just for something. It's in it's in Vegas. If if a oh, game's perfect. on you're not liking, go play some blackjack. Move on with your day. <laughs> Uh, and then it has Tekken 7, which over the past two years has become a staple since Tekken has come back. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which uh, they got rid of uh, Melee this year, which was a big contest of interest. Because they, they held an open tournament, and that had the most participants out of any actual tournament uh, at Evo. And had the most watches, because it was just crazy. And then Mortal Kombat 11, which is Another crazy one, considering it just came out like this year. Mm-hmm. So that one just kind of just talks about the caliber of how good of a fighting game that actually became. Oh, well, not even that. They, for, no, for eleven. At least. Well, eleven was announced before eleven dropped. Oh, man. that was the problem. So people people were only playing betas when it got dropped. So it's like that just speaks volumes for the franchise as a whole. You know what I mean? Another um, realm. Soul Calibur 6, another brand new game that oh. had only been around for like a couple months before it was announced. But it was out at least. Yes, but it showed that from what its predecessor of 5 and how they rebooted the series, it is shown to be like amazing and that it is worthy of actually being at Evo because of all the, the giant cast of characters as well as the creational tool that they can use. Yep, that is true. Then they have a newbie that I have never heard of because we need Japanime games in this. <laughs> Japanime. Uh, Underknife, okay, Undernight in birth. Yeah, I'm not even going to try to read okay. that bottom without getting any closer. Uh, <laughs> it's a word. I just can't get it. But apparently it's something that's hot that no one's ever heard of. And they're trying to like launch it off the ground. Undernight rebirth. Google in birth. Later. In birth. Oh, in birth. Undernight in birth. And uh, I don't know when that one's coming through. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, which has blown up the scene. Oh, man. If you've never watched any combat on that, it, it's amazing. Like it's just a really, it, it's like watching a Dragon Ball Z episode because you have no idea who the hell's winning until a health bar just disappears. Like, oh, that guy's dead. All right, he was winning the whole time. Okay, I thought Fox won. That's what's up. Uh, then you got uh, Blaze Blue, which we need our anime, which Blaze Blue or Guilty Gear have always been staples at these tournaments. And then another one that <laughs> literally just dropped like two weeks ago, I think, or two or three weeks ago, which was Samurai Showdown. Now, yeah, as an older. As some of the older gamers, you guys would have heard of Samurai Dude, Showdown. I love Samurai Showdown when it was on the Super Nintendo and Sega. You, got, you remember that, that one? Was my jam. On Sega, yeah. One of the best features about I that game is thing. you hit a person hard enough, they lose their weapon. 
that's still here. Yes, that is awesome. Yes, and but the care I was watching some of the combat, and I'm like, either these guys don't know how to play, or there's this game's just really slow because there's like all throwing out their heavy attack, and that's it. I'm like, all right, okay. this is strange. <laughs> like, I think I stand a chance here. Actually, usually how it goes. Actually, text win all. <laughs> actually, it's pretty funny. One of my guys at work today, I was just talking to him like, oh, you're a gamer. You have a you have a Smash Brothers Amiibos all over your desk. Do you watch? He's like. Yes, I know what has started. I came in third in a, in a national tournament to actually join into Evo last year, and I lost. I'm like, oh, no kidding. wow. He's like, so yeah. close. He's like, yeah, I would have been good, but uh, it didn't really stand a chance because he's like, yeah, I just, I'm just i not going to be as good as everyone else. I'm like, yes, it's called a nine-to-five job. You know, you really, <laughs> you, you're working. They're not. <laughs> They're living in a house. Um, I think Samurai Showdown finishes today is what they were saying. I had my headphones on, so you really couldn't hear that. So yeah, sure. they were talking about like Samurai. They, that tells you how much they were paying attention. Samurai Showdown was like, I think we're in top. Eight. No, it wasn't. Champion, it was Soul Calibur. It's like, I think we're in top eight right now. Holy crap! This is like finals for top eight. What the hell? Oh crap! This ends today. We should be calling the match. I'm like, what the? F-? That is some <laughs> respect you guys are showing. Yeah, no kidding. These people, you know, these guys are playing their asses off. Um, if you were to watch any of this, which you'll probably hear me down here watching this, which one of these games would you actually be interested in, Bert? Go around the table. Um, I'm not really sure. <laughs> yes, thank you, Bird. I, I, I'm not big into watching fighting games, but I guess Samurai Showdown does sound interesting. I think that ends today, so that would uh, have been a beautiful thing to watch for you. Chris? I'm a huge fan of Soul Calibur, but I'm actually a way bigger fan of Mortal Kombat, so I would probably be watching Mortal Kombat 11. Now that's a good one. Uh, Cheto? My heart says Street Fighter, but my mind also says Street Fighter. So, <laughs> so Street Fighter, okay. absolutely. So your heart and mind say that. What does your body say? I'm going to go with no, the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the first game where I ever got to see someone's spine removed, so Mortal Kombat it is for me. Uh, I only want to say Street Fighter because of the amazing moments that have come out of Street Fighter. That's been about it. Like I love fight DBZ fighters. So they're they're, they're racking up their moments. But yeah. Last year I was watching this and I, I tuned in for the last day because I didn't care who won at that point. Mm-hmm. Like um, most people. I, I mean, because it was Tokido and it was freaking some uh, random guy from a random country. No, it's these staple. <laughs> it's these staple legends. I know. Daigo, freaking. Uh, <laughs> in, it, it was it. I think it was PR Balrog was somewhere in there. It was a really ridiculous thing. It was all foreigners, except for one guy from Long Island, <laughs> one lone white guy that literally everyone got behind. Long Island. I the commentary had to be fucking great, mate. <laughs> it was insane. They were going crazy over this guy. The crowd was losing it. Like he was running it back on people, but he got knocked out. Like, he was. Uh, it was in final eight, and he got knocked out in the first round because. <laughs> I mean, it was a really good dream out there in a pink backpack with his thing. I was like, Did what? Did he have the... the internet TV title? No. <laughs> his last name's Ryder. It was not Ryder. He was bald. <laughs> oh, man. I keep whacking into it with my foot, so I'm moving the mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do think we kind of have this stand and that stand switched. Oh, uh, no. I, I, yeah, we probably do. I was just too lazy to move it. It just works out right now. Hey, I came here early so I could actually watch the said movie we're talking about later. So. Oh, okay, we're talking about a movie? <laughs> oh, yeah. um, and then we also, um, which was kind of funny here, um, they also announced while they were there, because this Evo is also their really big announced stage. 
apparently, uh, anybody here know League of Legends besides me and Chris? Okay, right. Not, not too familiar. I know what it, it is. Yeah. Yes, yeah. they just announced their because they've known. But Riot Gaming has been known for League of Legends, and that's it. That is their workhorse. That's their money, and they just announced and confirmed that they're making a fighting game now. I don't know if it's going to be League of Legends based. I don't know if like, you already have established characters. Go with them. <laughs> you really just kind of take their moves and just, like, just milk it, milk it for all you can. Exactly. You've already stolen everything from <laughs> Dota and everything from here. Just keep going. <laughs> It'll be a good time. Um, actually, League came out with Team Fight Tactics as well, which has been phenomenal. That's actually been really enjoyable. It, it's Auto Chess, which they, they blatantly stole from Dota at that point. <laughs> they didn't even make it up this time. I'm like, yeah, we're just gonna. We're just stealing it. Let's just go with we're taking it. And they did. And you know what? It's not bad. It's a pretty fun game. It's been pretty enjoyable to play against people. Oh, yeah. But that is not why we're here to talk. I just wanted to get uh, things that I haven't had an opportunity to actually bring up before in a long time. Uh, like, I could keep going on with things that I'm excited about if I wanted to. I just can't go on about my comic books because I still have, like, three stacks to read through mm-hmm. for, like, the last, like, six months. Damn, that reminds me. I got to go to a comic shop to yeah. see how far behind I am. Actually, the, me too. Yeah. Did, I'm, a, did, I'm, like, a co- couple... Issues uh, oh, Daredevil. Oh, no, no. They they called and yelled at me. Um, no. <laughs> and it happened to Mark too. Yeah, they, they ha- just wear the money and they'll they'll love they you. They yelled again. at Mark. They yelled at Kyle. They yelled at me. They, like you know your stuff. Yeah, don't remind. Yeah, they're me. gonna yell yeah. at me too when I walk in there. One no, day. they call they call me the phone. They're like, yeah, your stuff's here. They brought it out. I'm like, oh, I don't want to look at this price total because <laughs> you don't even have everything I need in the stack. I need to go get more. <laughs> oh God! And they're gonna yell at me again in like a next month. But I mean, there are some good titles that I want to keep reading, like the Batman Who Laughs. I really want to keep going yeah. through that. Um, I want to keep going through Batman in uh, uh, his current line because he was at he was he Batman Batman was technically on trial with Bruce Wayne and the jury, and that was just fantastic to look. At. <laughs> I didn't understand how that was working, but it turned out pretty well. Um, I thought Bruce Wayne was going to buy off the judges, and that was going to be the whole thing. But apparently, no. Nope. <laughs> too high and muddy for bribery. Um, and this was just after Catwoman stood him up at the altar, which was hilarious as well. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> after she was completely tricked, and Thomas Wayne is there. I am lost on how Earth Two Thomas Wayne yeah. is there right now. I watched him blow it up. This is all news to me, so I'm slightly confused. So You don't have to be, as long as Chetto understands what's going on. I think I'm okay with this. So uh, we'll go ahead and um, we're going to go ahead and talk about Hush. Uh, I have watched it, I think it would be two and a half times because I've watched it. You half. were in and out while you're setting was, up the equipment. Yeah, I was in and out watching it because I knew what was going on already. Um, we're going to go ahead and I'll let Chetto take over here for a second. And he is going to explain the comic book. Uh, if How much of the comic can you remember? I kind of like, you know, because I tried finding them because it's in one of my 12 books of or boxes of comics I have. I think I have 12. I might have more. I don't know. It's probably more. It's probably more. And the, the sucky part is, it's like I have e- written on each top of it, you know, Thor, X-Men, Daredevil, Cap, Avengers, Justice League, Batman. Well, aren't They're you organized? Well, not really because <laughs> they're 12 not. Ba- 12 boxes of Batman? Well, because you open up X-Men and it's. Justice League. You open up Justice League. It's Captain America. They're all over the place. So it's I'm like, a misdirection. Great. So then, of course, when we watched it on uh, Tuesday, Tuesday. <laughs> so between then and today, I'm sitting there looking at these boxes. I'm like, yeah, there's no way in hell I'm going through this. <laughs> so I kind of just watched that little recap thing, the one you were telling me about on YouTube. There you go. I and, mean, that's all we really need. Yeah, you know, jogged it back a little bit, and essentially, how I really got into it, because yeah, I was. Back then, like, I was in and out of reading. Mostly I was just reading uh, Daredevil at that point in time, 2002. 
2003, something like that. And Jim Lee was always my favorite artist. And so seeing that cover of Batman, I was like, oh, hell. And then, of course, my dad, he was also reading. He kind of has this, well, had. He hasn't bought in about seven years. Had that same problem where the comic book store would call him and say, pick up your shit. (laughs) So at that point, I was like, well, if he has them, I'm not going to buy them. He just hand them off to me and like. Wait, what, what Batman comics? I don't know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> so essentially, like, they were online, and then same thing. Like, I looked, I'm like, oh, God, Jim Lee. Like, you know, that's how I really started reading because I remember watching when I was a kid, you know, of course, the 60s Batman, the movie, Superman, all that stuff, and then, of course, the cartoons in the early 90s. But then when I saw that cover of X-Men, number one, my dad had it, and I looked at it, I was like, that's awesome. And that's when I started drawing it, and that's when I got into, like, Jim Lee, and then when they started Image, probably shouldn't have been reading those comics at that age, but <laughs> I did. Wildcats were perfectly okay, all right? Yeah, yeah it turned out fine, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it did turn out pretty okay, didn't I? Yeah, but, debatable. But, but yeah, but anyways, um, yeah, just it was one of those stories that like you'll that always just sticks out because it was one of those where it's like there was no break in it where you're like you know what, maybe I'll pick it back up. Like, you know, Goby's like, no, next issue, I got to read this. Look, was it? I talked to everybody, and their response was like, oh, I know this. I never read it. It's the mo- one of the most iconic, you know, Batman stories that you must read. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, then why haven't you? Because I had you to tell me every time. <laughs> I never <laughs> learned to read. 2002, motherfucker. I wasn't reading at that time. I was in high school. But then even now, like, you know, if you want to read it, like, you can go, like, hey, go on Amazon, Batman Hush. Boom, you can get it right there. Don't, don't do that. Go to your local comic book stores. Well, yeah, them. but that's us. You know, <laughs> yes, Common support. Joe Schmo is not going to... Support your local comic book stores. Amazon! <laughs> <laughs> support your local source. Support Bird and his job. <laughs> don't support Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Wells has to eat, so... Ah, damn, speaking of Amazon, um, i got to get a graphic card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Uh, so uh, we'll go ahead and just bounce that really quick back and forth, and we'll fill in the gaps where we forget. Um, effectively, it starts off with uh, in the com- we're doing comic, we're doing comic for right now, um, and we're just gonna do we're try to hit all the high points and just try to keep it where we can. That way, we don't have to go too deep into uh, the other parts where it's like oh the drowned down parts. Like I don't care about the Tim Drake moment there. It's I don't care about the whole bringing out and the little thing. things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but if you want to do a quick rundown, effectively, it starts off with uh, Killer Croc uh, uh, abducting somebody and doing it in broad daylight, which makes no sense. That was no Bane. Uh, uh, we're doing the comic. Oh, comic. <laughs> this is the part where you get to lay back for a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, wait. I, I thought I had a point, and then he said it, and then I'm like, oh, I feel Please? stupid, too. Um, <laughs> okay, and, and we're going to get to that point. Where actually, I'm actually going to get to that point. I'm going to hit on that point a lot, actually, um, because it's going to make sense. Um, I, I'm actually interested to hear the description, and so I can kind of judge the difference. Oh, yeah, about that. So, yeah. all right, okay. uh, the difference <laughs> is, like, almost non-existent. Let me just get that out of the way. Um, is Bird leaving? Yes. Oh, you're getting Chris a drink. Got yes. it. Uh, this is on the podcast. I'm in for it. Uh, in for, Tony, I hope you enjoy. Uh, turn down your volume. This is probably really loud. Um, i got to fix all this. Uh, i got to get Denny here. Who's getting married? Zoner's getting married. No way. Yeah. Zoner, I hope you're listening. You're Yay. awesome, buddy. Woo! Golf yeah. clips all around. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, effectively, it starts off with uh, Killer Croc 
abducting a child. The child he's asking for ransom money, which is it's, it's kind of like out of his normal wheelhouse to be doing something so brash, so to ask for a ransom. Batman shows up. Batman beats his ass. But he gets abdu- He gets arrested. Killer Croc. He does the whole "I'm so confused on what's going on" thing. Mm-hmm. Killer Croc then escapes. He goes and attacks because uh, the ransom. As the Croc gets arrested, the, the ransom goes away. Catwoman actually takes the ransom. Uh, Catwoman. He starts chasing Catwoman. Catwoman says, "Took you long enough." And then goes, I hope you like the view. It's the only thing you'll catch tonight. Yes, you two will very find that very close. I This is, like, when I say this is almost a dead-for-dead dead rip on the book, like, up to a certain point, which you two will understand the certain point, and I'll have you guys explain the points that are different on the thing. Uh, he goes up, and they start jousting around and um, in the comic, and uh, pretty much as he's flying, someone cuts the rope. It's not shot, like in the book, it's cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he falls, and he actually falls through some grates, and he falls, uh, and he pretty much cracks his skull, and he's pretty much down and out. Uh, and then a bunch of goons show up to beat his ass, and Catwoman, or, uh, Catwoman jumps in for like two seconds, but then Huntress comes around the corner on her bike and just kicks the crap out of all of them. Um, and it's also in Crime Alley. Y- y- well, we gotta get to that. Okay. We gotta, we gotta that, that part's actually not revealed until the very end. Uh, so he pretty much does that, and he gets back up, and he starts. They, <laughs> they go, we need to take him to a hospital. So Huntress is in there, Dick Grayson's in there, and they're like, we gotta take him to a hospital. All right, well, Batman can't go to a hospital, and he goes, but Bruce Wayne can, but Dick Grayson can take him. Here, take the car, wreck it at the street at 45, 45 miles an hour, shoot, do and tuck and roll. And the fact that you people have a plan for this is weird. You don't have a plan for this? You don't have contingencies? I mean, everyone here should know. If I'm hurt injured, everyone here should know what they're doing. Um, Drag me to work and um, say I got hurt there. So, pretty much. But then, um, he had run into Thomas Elliott at a party previous to all this happening. And he looks over and they go, where are we going to take him? And Bruce Wayne starts, uh, Batman starts Morse coding to to, uh, Alfred that, you know, Sam Elliott. Or Thomas Elliott. Excuse me, Thomas Elliott. And awesome if Sam Elliott was in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I can get Sam Elliott as, as as Alfred, it'll be awesome. Your brain is saved by the power of my mustache and this sweet, refreshing <laughs> Coors Banquet beer. I, I want him. I want him as Alfred now. <laughs> Yo, done. Done. <laughs> he was good as a, he was good as a ghostwriter. I'll take he it. Was, yeah. um, but he uh, pretty much Morse codes Sam or Tom Elliott and Tom Elliott. Then they take him to Thomas Elliott. Thomas Elliott, you know, fixes him up. Good to go. Uh, you want to take on from here? What happens after that? Do you remember? Uh, I know. Don't worry. The internet's just staring at you, Chetto. I know. Oh, right. Not as many people as you think. Don't worry. Hopefully, someone come. People do go it's back and watch now. our videos later. We got two viewers right now. <laughs> we got zero viewers, and but people go back into our video files and watch these later. I'm, I'm trying to jog my memory. Hold oh, on, let, me, let me get the Batman, full start going. Batman, <laughs> Batman goes to Arkham. Amanda Waller is not there, but they're no. trying to move Killer Croc. Killer Croc breaks loose and goes poison ivy. Exactly. Keep on. People don't Go. want to keep hearing my voice. Trust me. <laughs> Come on, man. Keep jogging. You got this. They're in it for the guest stars. Come on, Chetto. Oh well, they're going to be in it for later on because I'm going to rant. But anyways, I'm in. I, I digress. Rant. Um. <laughs> Yeah, essentially, gets the poison ivy, doing her control thing. 
And Bruce, you can go ahead. Okay. This is a book report. So it's kind of directing. So okay, effectively, well, book report. I know I got you. It's it pretty much, I've watched this so many times and I've done this so many times that it doesn't bother me. So pretty much, uh, Batman, or, uh, Killer Croc comes in and tries to attack uh, Catwoman because Catwoman had given Poison Ivy the money because she was under uh, Poison Ivy's control. Poison Ivy pretty much called up, you know, Catwoman told her to meet her there. She had bounced out. Killer Croc had come in. Was like saying, "Oh, I was told by Poison Ivy I could find out who stole my money. You are here." They start taking it out. Batman shows up. Batman captains Killer Croc, takes him back to Arkham. Now they're really confused on what the heck's going on. Uh, in this universe, pretty much, Batman finds out that he, she's going to um, that Poison Ivy is going to Metropolis. I forgot the means that he found out though. Uh, it wasn't the same way as before. Uh, he found out that he was going to Metropolis, so she, he went off to Metropolis after. And how could he do this? How could he just show up Metropolis? Oh, because this is pre New Fifty Two, and he owns the Daily Planet. Mm-hmm. I almost said Bugle there for no fucking reason. <laughs> Bring me photos of Spider Man. Oh wait, because wrong. The Daily Bugle is awesome. I had that like wrapped in my head here, uh, but no, he uh, he ended up going to uh, he ended up going to the Daily Planet because he owns the yeah. damn thing. He then goes to LexCorp, who is owned at this time not by Lex Luthor because he is in prison. It is owned by Talia Al Ghul. That's different. Yeah, yes, it is. It's completely different. Yet different as this goes along. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I'll explain all that once again in between why at the end of all this. Uh, so Talia Al Ghul is running it. He finds out the synthetic. Uh, he wants to find out all the information that he found out before from Lex Luthor, which is going to be you can. I need the whatever compound you guys have to help transport plants, yada, 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 gets that information. And then she tells him that someone had been breaking into the Lazarus pit. That's how he finds out about that other information. So he goes, I'll keep that in mind. Goes out there, finds it, finds out it's Superman. She has Superman. Catwoman's in there already fighting. She He saves Catwoman. Catwoman, uh, they, they start doing it out. Superman shows up. Superman now... Superman, uh, he says, he brings the jewelry. Now, the jewelry <laughs> in the comic is literally a ring. That's it. <laughs> it it's a small kryptonite ring. <laughs> Are we talking like um, the ring pop type thing he just whoops his ass with? Yes. It's not like the movie where it's brass fucking knuckles. Like with spikes on it. <laughs> yeah, he, he was, they're it, bedazzled it, brass it's, knuckles. It's an actual spike ring, and he brings that out. But he tells them as they're he going, the as, they're, um, as they're trying to fight, they jump into the river, the river... They, they swim down underneath. He gives her the hmm. thing. They go underneath, and he goes, why is he not? She goes, why is he not catching us? He's faster than a, you know, as a joke. And he goes, uh, lead line pu- pipes due to LexCorp. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes, you know what your part of this whole thing is. Pick one of the three. And then she takes off. He goes down there and explains to him that I've opened up the gas mains, which... Yeah, obviously, he starts fighting him for a minute, can't do anything. You know a building we're under. Beats the crap out of him goes, so you know, I was lying, dodged out of a wave and attack, and Superman runs into an electrical box, which is a lot better than the uppercut. Yeah. Um, Good for him, Mr. Good in two shoes. And then he, run, he runs up there, and then uh, Catwoman pretty much has Superman has Lois laying on top of the planet. He's explaining to him what he needs to do. Lois struggles, because she's a Lois. badass like that. Hits her in the stomach because they're not on the roof; they're on a flagpole. Instead, you know, so she cats. Pr- so she pretty much elbows her. Cap, you know, she loses grip. Superman goes up, grabs her, saves her. They're all like, "Oh, thanks, buddy. Oh, you too, pal. Yeah, it was all what we could do." You know, and they're all friends and chum like. They stop Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy tells them about Hush. They tell them that the name's Hush. Uh, fast forward, it you pretty much get the Riddler. 
attempting to do, or you pretty much get Batman going out on a date with Selena Kyle, but Selena Kyle doesn't know it's Batman yet. Uh, they go out on a date. Uh, <laughs> Harley Quinn shows up, but it, it, she's actually dressed as the opera singer and just busts out of the thing because mm-hmm. Harley Quinn's doing Harley Quinn things. Nice. Uh, she then tries to kill almost anybody there. Uh, he pretty much Batman, or, you know, Catwoman shows up on the scene. You got to remember Harley Quinn. This is post Harley Quinn dating Poison Ivy. So she has all these toxins in mm-hmm. her that make her more powerful, more moving. So she's out maneuvering Catwoman. She pretty much falls over the set. She hurts herself. Batman saves her. <laughs> she does looks at her and goes, if you, if you let that stupid clown get away because you saved me, I swear to God. <laughs> and then just passes out, which is like just hardcore at that point. Goes out there, finds the Joker standing over Thomas Elliot. He was on a double date with Thomas Elliot and them, and finds Thomas Elliot's body dead in the dead in the freaking uh, alleyway, and the Joker sitting there. Uh, pretty much starts beating the ever living hell out of him because this is this is he already killed Jason Todd, and mm-hmm. he's taking this away from him. He's taking everything, so he's just beating the hell out of him, bloody hands and everything. And James Gordon shows up. James Gordon then shoots and takes off one of the ears off the bat suit, which is really cool to see. He calms down. Uh, they take the Joker away, uh, and they keep going. Uh, then they keep doing the relationship thing. He's pretty much finding out that Hush is going to be keep doing this stuff. Him and him and uh, he believes that he's Bruce Wayne to Selena Kyle. Uh, Selena's been training with uh, Dick at this point, but then T- Tim is currently the Robin in this one. Tim Drake is the current Robin at this point in the story. Tim jumps in, tries to beat her up. She gets pissed off, says, fuck this crap, hops on a bike, takes off. Uh, Next thing you know, Huntress comes out, murmuring some stuff, and attempts to fight. Well, you find out that it was a ploy. It was a ploy to get her to take off because he knew that Hush was going to take after whoever he was going after, or whoever he was close to. Which, no protection for Alfred, you know? There never really is. Motherfuckers got this covered. It's Alfred, you know? (laughs) He'll Alfred his way out of anything. Alfred's (laughs) response was, yeah, you're you're mistaking my will to kill for, like, my master's Mm -hmm. unwill to kill. I don't share that same thing as he's loading a double-barrel shotgun talking to a villain. I always picture Alfred as the uh, guy from Tangier from Big O, the butler, (laughs) (laughs) that just shows up on a motorcycle and mercs people, and that's what Alfred does on his nights off. Uh, Actually, that that, that, pretty much the whole night, the whole the the best fan theory I've heard so far is the fact that Batman's actually holding Alfred back from killing all the people. (laughs) And then when if Batman ever dies, every villain's going to die. Essentially, (laughs) yeah, he's just gonna (laughs) kill everybody. Uh, But but pretty much next, you know, Scarecrow comes out of nowhere in the middle of the street. They never went to the cemetery, Mm -hmm. so he pretty much comes out in the middle of the street, and he they find out that they put the fear gas into uh, Huntress, which made her go crazy. Mm -hmm. Batman beats the crap out of him. Next thing you know, you see Tim's gone, and next thing you know, a man in a trench coat standing there. He takes off the mask. He goes, "You let me. You gonna let this imposter die, Bruce?" And he pulls off the mask, and it's Jason Todd. <gasps> I know, dun, dun, right? Dun. And Jason. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Now Batman pretty much loses absolute control. Next thing, you know, <laughs> so pretty much Catwoman. He tries to go in to save her. Catwoman jumps into the fight, kicks. Jason Todd off saves Tim and Batman goes, I told you to stay back. And he goes, and Tim goes, Oh, I didn't know you cared. Her response was, I don't, but if you die, he is going to be unbearable to live with. (laughs) (laughs) So they all jump off from the thing and, um, they keep going and they keep fighting. And uh, Jason is literally just laying into him. Like he's hard to fight. He's not fighting back. And then Batman finally snaps too and punches him. And, 
like really just beats the crap out of him and realizes that it's Clayface because Jason's never called Batman Bruce before. Yeah. So just knocks him out. And he's like, thinks to himself, he's like, it's supposed to be, I was made to think that this is Jason Todd because the one thing I forgot to mention when he left Arkham with uh, Killer Croc, a bullet had shot out the front left, uh, the driver's side tire of Batman's Batmobile, which you needed to know the exact location, the exact point to do that. Um, you really figure he'd have like Nope, Kevlar tires. It is. It's a Kevlar is, tire yeah. filled with uh, a couple different like compounds, not air. It, mm. th- so to actually flatten that tire, you have to hit it at the exact location to do it. That's not how physics works. It's perfectly how physics work. In comics. It's, okay. <laughs> I'll take that excuse. It's comic legend. Okay. He doesn't know what kind of bullet it was. It's good to go. Got a, a freaking alien running around here, damn it. We are talking about a universe where Batman becomes the god of logic. Knowledge. 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 And then uses it just to find out who the Joker is. Yeah, it's out that there's, no th- there's three. There's three, and he did. Uh, come on, Batman's the greatest detective. And the second question was, "Can you tell me who all three of them are?" Yeah. Which would have been my first fucking question. Yeah. <laughs> all right, there are three. Then tell me all three, because yeah. <laughs> I still want to know when Alfred is one. Uh-huh. Alfred, oh. Alfred is one. Yep. Damn it! All right, you, you see, you see how he's dressed. That's Alfred one time. Uh, but that that's digressing into another storyline of like the current like. The Batmans who came from another universe, which I we've already covered, and I have all over here. I remember those. Uh, I have all the pins over here of every single one, because I bought every comic of that set. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a really good story too. If you haven't read that, go read that. Um, so he finds out that everything was supposed to lead him to believe that it was Jason Todd the whole way through. He fell in Crime Alley. That was the same tire that he found Jason Todd trying to take there. It, uh, but he goes and sees Oracle, of all people, and yeah, Oracle. Uh, at the time, because uh, it, it was spo- uh, Hunter uh, Oracle is Barbara Gordon, because Barbara Gordon was crippled by the Joker, and uh, she does get her legs back later in the future, and it's a really big controversy because the first person she fights is the Joker, and she looks like a rape victim on the front of a cover, and everyone got really mad, and I never understood why they got well, mad. Uh, you know, people, yeah, that's why huh. rape victim <laughs> destroying her rapist. I'm all for that. The cover was really bad. I remember that mm. cover. Yeah, I remember that controversy. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty much he ends up uh, going and fighting him. I'm like, who are you? He finds uh, that Oracle says, how long have you wanted to talk to Thomas, El- or, or Thomas Elliot? Why? Because there's been a program that's been flashing the name into our comms, Thomas Elliot, into our comms over and over. Every, like, every hundred seconds, it'd be a quick flash into your head. Someone subliminally made him want to go talk to Thomas Elliot when he got injured. So he goes to the only person that could have done that was Hugo, the guy who works on the Batmobile, does all the stuff. And uh, in between this whole time, he's actually flown to talk to Rachel Google and this is your fault. And Rachel's like, who the fuck's using my pit? Yeah. And he's like, oh, <laughs> shit, you really don't know. He's like, yeah, you find out. You fucking tell me. And he bounces back. And he goes back to Gotham when that little bit of a time frame. And then as soon as he gets back there, he uh, Hush shows up on the bridge and shoots Hugo, who was a mute and a hunchback, who then now was perfectly okay. He shoots Hugo in the head and the throat, so he can't tell him who Hush really is. He then finds out that Hush is Thomas Elliot. He realizes finally that that the, the, the only thing that every well, he's saying that thing that he finds out that Thomas Elliot has a necklace on that it belonged to Thomas Elliot's mother. Uh, 
and Thomas is telling him like your dad ruined our ruined my life see Thomas had cut the brakes off his parents car and he wanted him to die so he could inherit the riches that just like Bruce Wayne because they were really young friends he was literally trying to become just like Bruce Wayne now if you follow him into like the, the high school years he was trying to date all the same people Bruce did he was trying to even in the comics in the future that like, he actually rearranges his face to look just like Bruce Wayne which allows him to get into a computer system at one point because he's an expert surgeon it gets really fucked up the way this guy is mentally and how uh during this time harvey dent has come back because he's used the lazarus pit to refix his face he's like all right our deal's done and shoots hush in the chest but then falls into the river pretty much batman jumps in after him can't find the bodies now you know thomas elliott's still alive somewhere or he's like i just need to see under the mask i need to know Mm -hmm. who this is so he goes all right i know who the only person that can have done this i know the only person that could have this been only person smart to do it is uh riddler so riddler goes to meet thomas elliott and uh he goes meet riddler inside of arkham asylum goes you had a vendetta against me you found out you he couldn't fix your uh your brain tumor when he actually did, you guys went to the Lazarus pit, which gave you the knowledge to find out who I am, which gave you gave Thomas Elliot a vendetta against me, and you a vendetta against me, and that's how the hell you know who I am. And you just told Thomas Elliot. You didn't tell Clayface. You didn't tell anyone else. You just told him. And he goes, yep. And he explains. He's like, that's absolutely correct. Thomas Elliot had all these problems, yada, yada. Sucks to be you. Riddle me this. The world is my oyster, isn't it, Bruce? And he goes... What time is it when you when an elephant sits on a fence? He goes, time to get a new fence. Everyone knows that. And like, yeah, and that's how much you mean to me. Because if I find out right now that someone else finds out my identity because of you, I go tell Raish that you used his Lazarus pit. And you get to talk to Raish. And yeah, pretty much that was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, you mean nothing. You're still a C-list villain. You've done some damage, but I'll fuck you up still. So he meets up with Catwoman and... After everything that's been going on, she pretty much is trying to get back with him. And he's like trying to like, hold on, were we really in love? Were we really together? Were we really all of this? And she pulls up his pants and goes, hush. And he just grabs her and snaps. And he just like, I can't trust anybody. I can't trust a single person. And it pretty much goes, she goes, maybe I'll trust somebody someday and walks off. He goes, maybe someday. And it ends on a, we saved everybody into a really sour note. Like, this wasn't what your stereotypical... Like Batman wins, everything's good. Story. It was like a last very... panel of him is just like you know swinging yeah. the ear like awesome. No, 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 it's him really sad and somber the whole time. Like and... you see her walking away, and it's just like a silhouette of him, and just says someday, and then boom, done. Now, you're telling me because you're out loud was that there are differences with some of the characters that mm-hmm. are brought into this. Now, uh, I'll bring up two of them right now. The fact that when I said, the, but but most of all of that, except for where Scarecrow comes in, was shot for shot. As I explained, it was shot for shot the same damn thing until you get to the end. Now, the reason why there's no Oracle scene in the movie is Oracle is not involved in this. Barbara Gordon is in New Fifty Two is Batgirl. So this is the new 52 universe. Now, if anybody who's never watched a red flashpoint, go watch and read flashpoint. It's, it's amazing. Go watch it. And then, and then start watching the Batman or the DC animated universe. I think at this point, I'm just waiting for Batgirl to become Oracle again. Well, it, at the end of bad blood, which bad blood brought in Batwoman, it brought in Batwing. It brought mm-hmm. in everybody else on the counter on the, on the top. Oh, at I the end of it, it was Batgirl. So Batgirl, no, wait, we have Batgirl here. We know who the fuck she is. We don't need an introduction. Right. Great. We know who Barbara Gordon is. So instead of Huntress, who has not been introduced in the in the uh, in that universe, hmm. they could use Batgirl. 
and do the whole this is my boss he's not my boss like that that same scene that they did with huntress and and they really haven't addressed jason todd's death yet um like fully so they didn't do the jason todd minus the the joker joke oh well yeah they did the joker joke but they've never in none of the movies they haven't stepped up and went jason todd is dead not not yet they haven't done that yet in any of the movies Except for like that whole, except like the Joker joke in the movie, which was, <laughs> who's Robin? <laughs> it's who's like Robin yeah. now. Ba- back to square, back to the drawing board. Who's Robin now? <laughs> which, which then Jim Gordon punched him. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then you have uh, you used they used Bane instead of Killer Croc, which is what you were bringing yeah. up. Yeah, I also earlier. noticed like little details that they changed. Like <coughs> Gordon doesn't actually shoot at Batman, or. Yep. Hush shoots out the cable instead of cutting it, which you pointed out. Or they like, needed to do the cut because they needed to still make it. It was Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> they didn't use Bane because in the Suicide Squad, which is Killer the other Croc. movies, uh, Killer Croc. Oh, my bad, excuse me. Yeah, they didn't use Killer Croc mm-hmm. because in the if they have two Suicide Squad movies that are out currently. Uh, if you haven't watched those, please go watch them. They are really good and part of this continuity. Killer Croc's currently part of the Suicide Squad. So they needed somebody else probably the only good thing that happened from that movie the live action one and we don't talk about we that talk um, about that man it's like much of the dc actual universe we'll get to that later um yeah no, i just gotta throw in my jabs but uh so they did that and like i said then they could use batgirl but since they use batgirl they could then you do thomas elliott uh, the graveyard scene versus scarecrow coming out and fighting huntress because they didn't introduce tim drake mm-hmm. either so they really don't have that scene at so that they point. brought the salty yeah. apparently i mean damien they bring Damien, who yeah. was busy and was just hilarious. I mean, the movie, uh, the, the book is great. So um, if you can just go in and fill in, like, the points of the movie that were different uh, until you get to the end. Uh, the, who Hush was? That would be the end. I mean, yes, but it's also throughout the entire movie, which I, I'm pretty sure I only know who Hush is in the comics because of a Watch Mojo video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where he came up, which is why I, the moment the, the uh, doctor was introduced, I was like, wait a minute. That's the villain, isn't it? Everybody knows who that is right there. Uh, I, I, I would like to say, not reading the comics, as soon as I saw it, I go, he's the villain. And, <laughs> uh, having read the comics, I looked at it and went, there's Hush. Yeah. And, and, and they flipped it. Well, yeah. even when we were watching it on Thursday, Jim was like, I'm going to make a prediction. Oh, yeah. And he's like, that's Hush. And... I, I looked at Jim and I just nodded like because this was my first time watching it, and I just looked at Jim and I just kind of nodded like yeah you're right and then Bruce was like you know just wait hold up and then well, once they well, showed I, it, I wanted him yeah. I wanted him I wanted him like he said I'm making a prediction I'm like well, I'm not gonna tell you if you're right or wrong yeah. what's the damn film right <laughs> but I mean like at that point like you're kind of like okay here's this you see this guy oh here's this other guy like if you haven't seen or know like anything from comics or haven't read up on anything. You don't really know who Thomas Elliot is. You don't know who Hush is. All of a sudden, you see, hey, there's this guy who's Bruce Wayne's friend. Oh, here's this new villain coming in. Here's, you know, put two and two together. But then at the end. Oh, right like, in the middle flipped. where he dies. Yeah. What's he, a twist? He dies in the middle of mm-hmm. both things. And you're like, oh, it can't be him. But then you're like, oh, shit, there's like millions of villains in this goddamn town. True. Um, I blame him. I, mean, I, I guess the next twist. big one yeah. was when he found out about uh, the Lazarus Pit was a big one, too, because Raish isn't uh Raish is dead mm-hmm. in this series as well in the in the movies and it, in in son of batman Raish al ghul died uh because he, can get to, he was killed right in the middle of that 
And it wasn't it wasn't Talia that told him, right? Well, Talia didn't tell him in this. Oh yeah, Talia didn't tell him. No, it was uh, Lady Shiva. Yeah, it was part of the League of Assassins. Also, uh, another change was uh, who Clayface impersonated. Clayface impersonated yeah, yeah. The, the Riddler instead of um, uh, the, the dead one, Jason Todd. Which, which we'll talk about that too. Lex who was owned. I say who was at LexCorp? Yeah, it was Lex. Lex was at LexCorp, and, and he was in the Justice. A- <laughs> yeah, unofficial temporary probationary member of the Justice League. Why, Chris? Because he helped save them by disarming the... Cyborg a- Superman? Cy- yeah, I've seen that movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have. He jumped in. If you have not seen that yet, I will throw this at you because uh, it's amazing. Um, uh, it, he pretty much helps save Cyborg. He pretty much comes out and he's like, I'm the new Superman. To, to be fair, to be fair, I don't think to he really saved anyone. I think he was just there as a distraction long enough for them to... De- Take real action. Oh, but I think he was. <laughs> was he wearing the ridiculous like Lex power armor? Yes, but it was even worse because it was like a uh, not Modok. It was Armin Zolo like giant like screen on the front. Oh my, oh my god. god! So you know, for one of the richest men in the world, he has zero taste. You go back up to the mic. Wait, oh, so right. he was Cray? <laughs> right, yeah. He was crying. Uh, but he got his ass kicked by Armored Superman. But then, like, uh, pretty much uh, what happens here is, uh, like, uh, Superman had just come back from the dead. Because, uh, you know, they can't because keep, get rid of Some them. stupid fucking reason. But it was really good because that movie, once again, followed the comic storyline much closer than Captain America Civil War ever did. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, but that was still a good movie, too. But, good movie, but at that yeah. point, it was a. Uh, he he was the, he became an honorary super he became an honorary uh, Superman or uh, Justice League uh, member at that point so he was still in charge versus being in jail that's why he was there versus Talia Ghul take doing a hostile takeover of LexCorp um, yep he found and Batman never had to make the trip to the Lazarus Pit because you know Lady Shiva was there mm-hmm. and Raish is dead also uh, other small differences that I picked up I don't know if this was post when. Uh Harvey or Harley and uh, Ivy were together because Harley didn't seem to have anything and she was with the Joker. So I don't think she ever went. Did she go back to him? There's been times in the comics where they went back. New 52 style. This is strange because you can't really tell because she's also been injected with Joker toxins and things like that to make her to augment her abilities. So it, in New 52 that they've never done that relationship yet. So it's really hard to tell. Yeah. But she has gone back to him in the past. Yeah, in the in the movie, she seems very back with him because she calls him. Yeah, but also uh, she's not the clown. She just hits the clown with a hammer. Uh, correct. That was another thing that they did. They did change at that point. Um, then I guess we can go into the movie big parts. So, well, I was gonna say one little okay. difference I noticed, and also something that I kind of picked up on as well. Bruce Wayne runs into an alley outside of an opera house and sees his friend shot instead of his parents this time. Very crime alley reminiscent. Well, I mean, they, they it was the same thing. I mean, yeah. the same thing happened in the book. Yeah. The, I mean, he pretty much walked down to an alley and once again, another alley and there's a guy with a gun and that's what he believes. Yeah. Um, in the movie, they went up and they found they he there was a silent alarm break in at Thomas Elliott's. Well, uh, a place, and that's when he went in there, and uh, Armin, something, I can't remember the fucking guy's name to save my life, and no one ever should, unless we're doing trivia. Uh, the uh, inventor we, of crosswords. Yeah, the inventor of the crossword puzzle, and they Google go. Away. It's they not go, like we play trivia at all. Erwin? Like Arthur, or something like that. He goes in there and finds out that, you know, oh, okay, this guy has cancer. All right, I know who had cancer, because I'm fucking Batman. And, <laughs> and it also, it's a crossword puzzle, so Duh. it's uh, effectively 
he knows it's the Riddler. So instead of finding Riddler at the end, he finds him right at the beginning. And what does he do to the Riddler in the in that place as Riddler's talking shit and saying he knows his identity? Slices his throat. And who does it come out to be? It's Clayface. And it's Clayface. And what's his exact words that he says after he slices that out of his throat? You shouldn't have done that. That was what's controlling him. Exactly. <laughs> Which then turns in to one of the greatest fight scenes because you pretty much have the Joker on the outside playing JR. Okay. Yeah. It was, God, was so awesome. funny. How many other villains? Don't tell me. And scene. If you've never watched this, it it, it, it the comedy in the new 52 universe for these animated films is amazing. But you find out that in this universe, Hush is... The Riddler. Because he went to the... Lazarus Pit. Exactly. I mean, and, and that's pretty cool. I mean, like, the, you now know who did it. You know who the bribes are. This I, just bought the Riddler up from C to B. Hey, no, no, he was <laughs> still a C. He's maybe a C plus. He, he got a temporary B yeah. and then dropped down to a D. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad, but, like, he... But Batman I say then, F because you know fire. Batman then fucks with him again, and 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 like he finds out that joke. He pretty much, the Riddler had paid off some bribes to go do, uh, to go go to the Lazarus Pit. So he gets there, and that's where everything. He figures it out. He gets his brain tumor taken care of, and then he puts everything together and finds out that Batman is Bruce Wayne. Uh, well, and then he's pretty much calling the action of what's happening after that, which was really cool. You have to admit, which was pretty neat. And the, what was the, the most sadistic thing? So he jumps to the window, and what happens? He goes to the window, he's running down the hall into the top. Oh, yeah, they just, his dead friend's body just swings down into his face. Oh, that was, that, come on, that was fucked up. That was dumb next level. At the shit, same right? point, was, Batman shows, like, no fucks given at that moment. No, he had I a was, fucking, he had, he had, you saw the fear on his face. Mm-hmm. You saw everything, and he took him down, and he's just like, I, I, I can't, I, I, I gotta go save I gotta go, you know? I was expecting kind of a uh, Roy Mustang moment there. (laughs) (laughs) He started that, but then everything he started saying to the Riddler was Yeah, that was kind of Mm -hmm. how he ended up with the Joker at that point. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, then he he goes and fights. uh, Then they have the really big fight scene at the end of uh, the thing where he's talking shit and Catwoman's doing her great escape moments and defying the laws of, like, what her arm should be able to hold. Like, she should not have had an arm in socket when she was done with all that. Well, we don't know if it was an aluminum block, because that may have only been, like, 120 <laughs> pounds, so... <laughs> I knew that was coming. I was looking at you going... Uh, I was like, what, what kind of block was that again? You know, it, 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 it's hard block? to tell in cartoon physics, but, yeah, you know. Still, it was hanging by her fingernails. Y- you know, but she's got the claws. I mean, it's, well, who Batman, knows what that Batman suit's did made give out her of? Hand, you know, he threw the little thing out there so she can actually hold on to it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. Cool. We still have like ten <laughs> minutes for Cheddar to go on a rant. Woo! All right. Um. Pretty much at the end of it all, uh, I'll, I'll wrap it up really quick for you guys to go see it. If you haven't seen it, please go go watch it, download it, purchase it. It's such a great film, and it'll lead into something else. Uh, effectively, Catwoman <laughs> saves herself. She gets out of there. Fight. They fight the Riddler as the you know Batman berates him. And he ends up uh, then just knocking the uh, pretty much uh, he tries to save him and Catwoman cuts the line and he falls to his death. And that pretty much wraps up the loose end of who knows who Batman is, you know, uh, which is pretty cool. I mean, I, I thought that was interesting. For now. Because her response, like it, the witty entertainment between the whole thing was amazing. I mean, what would mm-hmm. you give that? I mean, out of all the animated films, I still give that a strong eight out of ten. Like that was that was really good. I didn't like the joke. I didn't like the Riddler ending. I would have preferred Thomas Elliot. Oh, I, I, it works. It works, but it, it kind of like ruined it for me. So, uh, like, what, what do you think? Out of, like you've seen the anime movies, what do you think, Bird? Um, 
maybe like a seven only because there was one scene that just felt like time was passing really quick and they didn't really address it which is like their quote-unquote dating kind of montage which was seemed just really out of left field well maybe not out of left field but it just didn't seem to fit with the flow of the rest of the movie and because one more one moment they're rushing to figure out who this guy is to stop him from killing the people who matter to Bruce. And the next, they're going on dates and fighting all of his other low-class villains together, which they don't explain if that has anything to do with Hush or if that's just them dating. I guess That's an call- interesting dating practice, by the way. I, I say column A, column B. Treat it like how they use the ploy instead. Mm-hmm. Instead of that ploy where they, you know, pretend to portray uh, Catwoman. Mm-hmm. They just do the whole date montage, see if that might work. Yeah. I mean, for me, like, if it's... I, I always welcome change in from, like, from source material to whether it be this animated movie or a TV show or whatever, if it works. And for me, it worked because going into it, I'm like, okay, it's Thomas Elliot. No, he's actually dead. It's the Riddler. I didn't see that coming. I'm like, no shit. I saw the look on your face like, son of a bitch, you made me wrong. Exactly. Yeah, it was. I was like, what the hell? I mean, not the first time you've been wrong about Batman, Shadow. (laughs) I'm good with it. Here's the thing. I'm okay with it. Yeah. To me, I would have just preferred, like, the true to the source. For this scenario, for everything that was played out, like, I was was welcome to the change. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Looked like something just skipped and popped. Are we done? Uh, Did it end on us? I thought I extended the uh, timing, and apparently I didn't. He cut us off. <laughs> that is absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. The universe does not need to hear my opinion on this movie, apparently. I'm sure it just doesn't want to hear Chetto's rant. Oh, no, we want to hear Chetto's rant. I'm also pretty sure Twitch is still rolling. <laughs> oh, yeah, Twitch is absolutely rolling. But right, it was getting, rolling. We got Twitch. On, it was getting the wave file so I could put it as a fucking Google Play was wave. what happened. All right. Uh, all right, well, someone keep talking, or I'm right, going to start... Just give me, like, one second. All right. Three seconds, two seconds. I mean, you could always fill the void with showing off your collection of Batman tattoos while we're waiting, Chetto. So, um, how about this great taste, less filling Miller Lite? Oh, go to hell. That's not who sponsors this. You can back up. <laughs> but if you're Somebody interested in sponsoring this? us, please contact Bruce. Who was I going to contact? All right, so <laughs> I will have to download this as a different file, try to convert it, and pull it all as a actual file, and try to upload it, because uh, everything just got lost That's um, on, on the wave. Uh, because I tried to extend the time, because we were like four minutes out, and I'm like, I want to hear this rant. Yeah, it's all Greek to me. <laughs> Same. Long story short, uh, there w- uh, I was using a program to record the voice, and the voice left. Oh. So, <laughs> uh, I, know, I know that our voices are still going. That's the important part. So I can just download it off of Twitch later and see if so I can convert So the ratings it. I um, are. <laughs> we can go ahead. You were saying you enjoyed the change. I did. I, I mean, if it, like I always said, like if it works, like obviously you look at any Congo-based property, and it's not one... 100%. It's not even 90% most of the time. Like, 
to, to compare it to like you know what what you brought up earlier, civil war, which, as I like to call it, civil disagreement. <laughs> where civil, civil war used a name to get us in seats. Right. Exactly. And it was still a good movie, but you could have called it something else. But as you said, civil war is going to bring butts in. So. With, Eternal with disagreement. This, <laughs> so disagreement. Yeah. Like for for this for this one, it was like because you go into this like Jim, like he was watching it, not knowing who Hush was, not knowing what the hell was going on, and he called it, but he was wrong. And then of course we're going into it, thinking like, okay, Hush, Thomas Elliot, oh, it's the Riddler. Okay, then that just changed everything. And then the scene, you know, it still it still kept like the whole spirit of the of that storyline intact where yeah you're gonna have changes you're gonna have minor changes like you know with characters with characters and then with uh batman's uh his wire getting cut little things like that and then you're gonna have like those huge change everything like the end the m night shed upon twist yeah and it worked yeah it It works so that's why i okay with it so probably probably seven 7.5. I mean, if you watch the rest of them, yeah, it's not up to par up the snuff with the rest of them. Right. Uh, but like I said, uh, I, don't, I didn't mind the change. It didn't irritate me, but I would have liked to see Hush around for more yeah. times. That's where I was getting angry. Okay. Yeah. That That's makes, pretty I much why I was like, okay, you've got the Riddler. You have to kill the Riddler now. And and then you're, cause you're not using Thomas Elliot, who does come back. Mm-hmm. Andrew? As someone who has not really read much Batman, I think the last batman comic book i read was the dark knight returns like i said i've never been a big dc guy i like the batman movies i like the animated movies like the tv shows but never big on the dc comics they just kind of irritate me for god knows why but i would give the movie a good seven out of ten it was enjoyable a lot of my problems with it come more from what i would like to consider sloppy animation work in a lot of scenes uh, a lot of the fight scenes where Batman and Catwoman are working together, it looked like they reused the same thing of, oh, Batman ducked down, Catman pu- or Catwoman, or <laughs> Catwoman, <laughs> you know, throws a kicker. I, I, I had that argument with them somebody today that Catman existed, and I had to show them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fairly odd parents. Well, That's the first place I went, because that was voiced by Adam West, and that was the best part about it. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. Well, anyway, you know... It, it would be that, then she'd like backflip over him, and then it would be the same shot. This was all during the, like their dating scene, and they did a really good job on most of the animation. But then, like they'd break down to, oh, the Riddler was running away in the uh, looked like an armored car, and it literally took looked like someone was pulling an armored car across a backdrop, and then oh, moving it, moving it, and the rest of the animation to that point was pretty good. It, the- lo- it looked like it looked like Adam- it looked like nineteen nineties animated Batman. And I think that's what they were kind of going for to give you yeah. that nostalgia it, it because that. like they well, gave them the old we'll suit and everything. They did that, but at the same time, the recent movies that I've watched with the animated have been of a little bit better caliber. And I'm, the, yeah, I complain about animation a lot. And uh, other than that, you know, plot twists were good. Action was good. I enjoyed the character development. Uh, one of my first complaints is, oh, God, don't make Bane a fucking stupid villain again and then oh well at least they had a reason i'm like okay they have a reason they have a reason keep watching um actually there was one subtle difference that i completely forgot and this goes back to it being new 52 uh in the end in the comic batman and superman are completely good friends in Mm -hmm. this one 
they're still feeling each other out as yeah. leader of the Justice League at this point. Like, who's really in charge? Who's got Flash. the bigger cojones? Yes, I, I saw that. I saw that comic book. <laughs> yeah, text from comic book. Or text from superheroes as well. But uh, Flash is in charge. Flash is in charge. All right. Flash is it. We got it. Uh, but like they, they still do the whole thing where it, it is a huge difference between those two, and they're not really friends. Where he, where they're shaking hands at the end, the, at the end of the in the movie, Bat, or uh, you know, uh, Superman looks at him and goes, "Your business is done here," and they just fly off. Yeah, and you know that's that was a big difference as well. Um, you weren't supposed to drop the building. I had to improvise. Uh, and <laughs> and that one, you know, was like you weren't supposed to throw off the building, and the same concept happened. You look like you were trying to say something. Oh well, two things. Well. Three. Three. Seven? Go so, on. You have like actually it. something to say, so I'm impressed. <laughs> well, for one, his point, I did notice the the kind of like repeated animations with his fight with the Joker. That saves where, money. Where it, yeah, but like it's just poor quality. It was a little the same, like, he he had this scene where he throws him against the wall and starts punching him. And he does a bunch of other things. Throws him back against the wall and starts punching him. It's the exact same animation repeated but uh i did oh i did want to point out it seemed like a bad idea to leave superman just cradling ivy and flying away after she was just in control of him using lipstick kryptonite lipstick that was synthetic kryptonite yeah lipstick. at that point though superman, i, I want to know how she got him in the first place because at that point it's like superman just gonna be like oh superman's unaware at this point where it's like, if you fucking try it, th this ver new 52 Superman, if you try it, I'm going to blow your face off. Yeah. Like, there, there's a difference between, like, old school Superman and this Superman. He will, like, you try to kiss me, I'm just going to drop you, is his thought process. You wake up and try, I'm going to let go, you're going to die. There's really, like, he he, he dropped an oil tanker on people before and blew it up. It was awesome. Okay. No matter how edgy they try to make him, super, Superman is still a bitch. I agree. Uh, no, no, New 52. Uh, boys, hold on, New 52, I, 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 that's the only version of Superman I will ever respect is the New 52 Superman. Because Agreed. the attitude changed. They took him from being a 30, like a 30-something-year-old like man. They get, made him 25, 26, and they gave him an attitude. They made him and feel it, it. And it worked really well. Because you still had Batman, who was in his mid-30s, trying to connect with him. They weren't buddy-buddy fist bump. They were like, I'm still on edge with you, but not I want to kill you yeah. anymore. Like I, I'm going to show you that we need to work together type of thing, but we may not like it. You still have basically the comic book equivalent of a god running around, and there's only so many things you can do to make stories interesting. Oh, actually, the the fun part of that god is how many times in the animated series he's gotten his ass kicked. One's by Damien, the other one by Sea King. Mm -hmm. Or Ocean Master, excuse me. Because uh, that was my favorite moment, okay? Old Mr. Superman's like, oh, I gotta go beat that guy. This one, I'm gonna shove that magical trident up his ass. <laughs> was exactly was his word. I'm like, yes. That's so much better. I like you. Your, oh. your third thing? Oh, the third thing was by far the most unbelievable part that I found in this entire movie was the Riddler's scar being in the shape of a question mark <laughs> from his brain surgery that shouldn't have happened if it was inoperable. Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. And Ooh. at the same hold point... Hold on, hold on, the inoperable part, he brought up that it wasn't inoperable. It was so close to being inoperable that only one person would take the case. Yeah, but then he said he couldn't do anything for him. And no, he, he did it, and it failed. Ah. It's his exact words. It failed. He couldn't finish the whole thing while he was in there. The fact that he came up with a freaking thing was just comic book relief. 
And at the same point, isn't the Lazarus Pit supposed to heal like wounds and scarring like that if Which you jump in there? Tells me at that point he did the scarring when he was done. He, no, he, he had the stitches in his head when he went into the Lazarus Pit. They showed <coughs> it in the scene. Well, also if you think about that a minute, like he could have done that to himself and be the Lazarus Pit. As Batman said, the Lazarus Pit effects are not uh, permanent. Permanent. So that could have been coming out. My thing is the fact that he ha- he was actually really good with a bow staff with a freaking like a scythe riddler stick. <laughs> that was mildly entertaining. I'll give it that. Uh, and, uh, but I will say it is better than Bad Blood. Have not watched Bad Blood. Yeah, if you're not missing too much. You get like you you get some really cool character introductions in that one with it's, Batwoman. It's and, enjoyable, and but you just forget about it like when it's over, pretty much. I mean, like oh, it introduced oh, like every other it DC introduced movie. Bat. Girl, okay, hold on. My favorite scene out of that whole Bad Blood movie was Damien's like, I will not. He's fighting the biggest guy there, accidentally <laughs> drops him into a turbine. He's like, throws his thing around. I will not kill. Pulls up a boot and just goes, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. It like, was funny. Like, like, he tried. You know what? Damien's like, I gave, it a, I gave it a go. All right. <laughs> I gave it my shot. Um, but like I said, uh, what do you, what, uh, out of 10, what do you give it, Chris? Seven and a half. Seven point five, you know? I thought it was pretty entertaining. The jokes is what really made it give it that point five. <laughs> oh, come on. It was it wasn't it was campy enough not to suck. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it was dark enough to be a Batman film. Exactly. It, Bird? It was. You already asked me. I, I, was, I, I, didn't, I didn't hear what seven. you said. Seven? Okay. And Bullheimer? Uh, I was about a seven. seven, seven. The general consensus is seven. 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 seven, and a half, yeah. seven. It's seven and a half due to averages. Okay. The law of averages tells us seven and a half. We got two point. sevens, two sevens and a half, and, a s- and an eight. I'm not doing that math. Who the fuck gave it an eight? <laughs> no. Bruce. Oh, okay. I forgot who was here. <laughs> we'll just do I've it. talked for like the last hour, <laughs> which is where I'm at at this point. My bad. I forgot you gave an opinion. You're yelling. <laughs> I have the consumption over here. It's all right. So. All right. So yeah. um, I guess that was that. That's my review on that one. And this is everyone Comic-Con's <laughs> review on that one. I know Kyle will, will have his own review on that. I know. I don't know if he liked it or not. I don't know if he watched it or not. Um, I'm going to bet money not. Um, uh, I know that it, like I know what I think about it, and I, and I like it. Um, we've been ten ten minutes over our time, anyways. Dear at this point, God, no, the recording would have stopped. <laughs> it would have stopped anyways ten minutes ago. I just stopped it way prematurely. So much uh, for your rant. I no, 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 no. We're on Twitch. Oh. I'm going to figure a way to convert this to a WAV file. This is Shadow's what I do. Still for getting me. his rant. It depends what his cha- depends what his uh, his rant is. So if we're going to keep on the DC animated really quick, oh. I want to stay there for a moment. Okay. Um, what animated film would you like to see next? And it, it, I, I mean, not just one part. It could be two parts. It can be three parts. Because mine um, is Batman Eternal. It is in New Fifty Two. Only things now that I took away is Hush and Riddler. Because in that story, Hush was actually taken captive inside the Batcave, and he had to deal with Alfred, and it was quite entertaining. And Riddler was off into a fucking... uh, He was off on the mountains in a freaking mountain range, like, scared shitless when Batman went and talked to him. I feel bad for anyone that has to deal with Alfred, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It was was a really fun thing, because Alfred has a bat suit down there he gets to wear, okay? It's like a giant (laughs) mech. He doesn't really give a shit, okay? Um, but cool. but that right there was it brings in Lucius Fox it brings in the Clue Master and introduces spoiler it's fifty two episodes er, fifty two issues long it's a year long thing it's the first year long thing that I've kept up with in comic book standing because um, it came out once a month 
And uh, I say that would be a phenomenal two-parter at this point because you think you know who's in charge and it's not who it is. But you're thinking who's in charge, but you that's not who it is. So it takes from Hush, but it already has Hush in it. So you're like, I really... And it opens literally with Bruce Wayne strapped to a broken bat signal with the bat symbol carved into his chest and it, as it's bleeding. And that's how it opens. You're like... Oh my God! They're quitting Tarantino-ing the shit. Uh, <laughs> fucking metal. How the fuck do we start? How did we start here, and how we're going? How are we going to go from here? Uh, Chetto, what do you think? For me, anyone does have to be Batman. It could be anyone from a New Fifty Two era. From a New Fifty Two. Yes, I want to see what what, do you, what story do you think DC could do phenomenally? I mean, it, I'm going to go like off a little bit, not off off, but um, because I, this is something I always really wanted to see. Is Blackest Night. Now, I know yes. it would have to be standalone, but it's one of, like, because I actually just, like, it was one of the ones that I found when I was digging through my boxes, and I had them in my car, so it was at work, I was at work, and I had, like, an hour and a half to not do anything, so I'm like, I got some comics in my car. Wait, why would it have to be standalone? What? Why would it have to be standalone? Why would you? Oh see wait, it? didn't they? No, it wasn't in New Fifty Two, but they could do it still. They can incorporate it into that. Yeah, and a different thing. They could bring it into it. I mean, they're doing it with old school stories with like Hush, and they bring it in. They could do it. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, what would you like to see them do with the New Fifty Two era? Like, I would like to see them do that with that because I like the voices they're using, I like the characters they're using. Uh, it would be entertaining. I, I agree. I literally just watched the comic books explain. Like in last week, I watched mm-hmm. Blackest Night and Brightest Day, which would be a, a fantastic two-parter. Right. Because you get to, in, in Dead Man's already in it. You already got him. Hawk and Dove have been introduced at some point, I believe. Uh, it would be phenomenal. I think it would be a great thing. So, I mean, yeah, like, I didn't even think about that. Adult, we were just talking about Hush, and that was way before <laughs> New 52. So, I, I guess, yeah, like you can, they can make it work somehow. Of course. Agreed, agreed. What about, uh, Belheimer, you got one? Yeah, I actually do. Um, I get most of my comics info from uh, Comics Explained on YouTube. <laughs> That's who we're watching. Um, I love, love that. Love, I, love Robert's. Uh, Robert um, is amazing. Y- yes, he is. He uh, allows someone with very limited free time like myself to keep up on stories I'd like. And um, I saw his little series on the Batman Who Laughs. And um, it's the first time I've actually wanted to drive to the store and purchase a comic book in a very long time. I will give them to you. I love you, Bruce. I have them all. I keep, I keep up on them. I do. I have them upstairs. The first issue was absolutely amazing. And um, I'll pick them up in the car because, you know, motorcycle reasons. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it broke down on the way here. Hopefully it'll make it back. Anyway, I'd love to see that as a uh, animated. I know it's going to be a one shot, but DC does dark very well in animated. Um, and I think they could do it really good. And as a huge horror fan myself, I think it would be very interesting to do that as a one shot or maybe spin off some more of the horror universe that DC has access to or does some pretty dark friggin' stories. Like Justice League Dark was a great spinoff. It, yeah. it, it kept Batman in it to keep it grounded, but Batman was just that background character to make you laugh with mm. every couple seconds. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely amazing. I, I agree wholeheartedly. That would be phenomenal. Like, I almost completely forgot about that one. Like, yeah. Like, I was... <laughs> I've been spending my time watching comic books explained at work. Like because my manager won't give me any projects, so uh, I pretty much got, I, I, I'm, I'm I'm pretty much on like uh, like 
the uh, triage duty. Anybody shows up with a problem, I got it. Other than that, I'm watching bowling and like comic book explained. I, I use Rob's videos along American with uh, historical documentaries. Comic historian, if you can get on him, yeah, get on well, him too. I I use them for that the like silky smooth monotone voice because I have insomnia and I start hearing that I'm like oh this is interesting and the next thing I know oh fuck I gotta watch that again. <laughs> Comic historian's also an amazing one. We've also been in contact with him once in a while. I want to. I met him at uh, C2E2. Mm. I would like to actually like collab with him for like one time just to just to talk with him because yeah. his wealth of knowledge is also amazing and he's one of those voices that i know can keep up with me because he's so crazy when it comes like things that mm-hmm. he can do chris do you have anyone the spider verse uh, <laughs> i mean my bad my bad my bad, my bad. we did my that bad. <laughs> the venom verse the venom verse well, well no no well, i'm in dc oh dc animated oh fuck um because right now they did the spider the spider they did do enter into the spider verse which was great okay mm-hmm. That doesn't tell me, like, Man. they don't have a good standing for anything else yet. Mm, yeah, so I was much. saying, like, what DC story? If you don't got one, Bird, do you have oh, one no, by chance? No. I don't say if you have to think, I can move to Bird. No, I was just joking around okay. to begin with. <laughs> uh, I think I got a really true standalone one. Batman Beyond. You know what? That would be a great one, as long as they cast the two voices that I want. And which would they be? Oh, come on. You know who the fuck I'm going to say. I know, but I want to hear it. Is one of them Sam Elliott? No. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be Kevin Conroy and fucking Mark Hamill. Batman and the Joker. Like, there's no question on who it really is. Right. For Batman Beyond. (laughs) Yes, because in Batman Beyond, you still have old man Batman. You could still do the Joker who did show up in the past, who was in in the current Batman Beyond saga, is actually on life support at that point, running a new form of Jokers. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was uh, Tim Drake that became Joker. Uh, yes, there was Tim Drake who did the Joker thing, but in the, in the animated series, but or animated movie that they did. But I'm talking about like in the current run, there is like, hey, we have the original Joker who is literally on life support. Yeah. They've had him for a while, so you could literally bring them back and do that story. Can I at least get Will Friedle to play Terry McGinnis again? Oh fuck yeah! Oh yeah, right, yeah. thank you. Absolutely. I mean, that's the only way I'm ever going to accept Robert Patterson as a fucking Batman. <laughs> Goddamn sparkly Batman. I mean, hold on, you gotta understand the guy does do fantastic films. It's just if he sparkles, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> but we'll get to that rant in a minute between me and Shadow. I don't care how long this takes. I'll fucking figure out how this wave file is gonna. Oh, be I'm, I'm chiming in on this one because I have staunch but, opinions but Bird, on the movies. I, I know you don't know many uh, stories for DC. I do not, and most of the stories that I do know have been mentioned already. Although I would be interested in seeing the uh, one where Batman does become. Like all those different um, Justice League members become gods of something or other. Oh, the Justice League God series. Yeah, that does sound interesting, and I think that would be a cool. Actually, with the current staff and roster they currently have in the New Fifty Two universe, plus Lex Luthor still being around and Darkseid being the version of Darkseid that he is, that is a one hundred and ten percent plausible. Like it is a New Fifty Two story, yeah. and everyone's still alive to pull it off. That would be phenomenal. So I, uh, the story you don't know what that is is every Justice League member becomes a god, and what makes what's m- the most entertaining fact of that one is the fact that Shazam gets new gods, and I think that one is my favorite standalone out of all of them. So a new Shazam movie, huh? Because correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Shazam the power of seven of the uh, ancient Greek gods or Roman? 
It's it's what they, they change they, they change the yeah. name they change the names as it goes because they have Zeus in there but then they got Mercury and it gets Solomon so, so, so so they change up the yeah. names but yeah like like yeah we're not stupid we just need to we need a better acronym yeah. um, we, we just but, pick cherry pick history but as it goes the, he actually gets in that one he actually gets like different gods and extraterrestrial beings um, like and like Shazam actually Shazam the wizard Shazam becomes one of them is actually he is his lightning so Shazam and then that storyline can't fly anymore because he never he doesn't have the flight and speed of mercury anymore it, it's something completely different it's like so, so he gets a whole other slew of powers but he's just as strong if not more so and superman becomes like the, the god of power because he absorbs part of like apocalypse's power while lex luther gets like becomes dark side effectively Ooh, wonder boy gets new shit hey Freaking, it's pretty cool. I, go, Superman, be, I will never Flash, care about Superman. Flash becomes the god of death, okay? That I will accept that. You, you have my attention Green, there. Green Lantern becomes the god of light. That was pretty entertaining. A lot of them were really the, fucking The Flash should honestly, if you follow the TV show, become the god of fucking with the timeline. So, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, he did it once in Flashpoint and went, yeah, I shouldn't do that again. But and the CW, let me stick my dick in this timeline. Hey, I need a new story. There's a timeline out there for me to mess with. And there's your new season. Yeah, what's you that? Know, oh, well, that could easily tie into... Doesn't that kind of tie in through the comics to the Court of Owls, which ties into... Uh, they already did Court of Owls. Sticking your dick in a timeline? They did, son. Uh, Batman vs. Robin. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not one you watch, we will watch it tonight. I heard it. Okay. It just works. <laughs> I have nothing else to do to drink and and sit here. I'll watch freaking Batman vs. Robin. That was an amazing story. Wait, so not the, uh, not the live-action version? No, it's Batman and Robin. Oh, no, God. no, Batman versus Robin. The Bat Nipples. Oh, we don't. <laughs> the Bat Critical. Oh, God damn it! That was too campy for me. Yeah. All right. Uh, before, we, before we continue Go on, going Chris. off topic, I just remembered like a really great storyline going on right now for the Flash. When we're talking about death and people getting new shit and how they're losing shit. Apparently, the Flash lost the way to run again. This time, by the trickster cutting off his freaking legs. <laughs> I heard about that. I'm like, wait, how did the Flash lose his speed force this time? Oh, the trickster tricked him somehow and uh, ended up chainsawing his legs off at the knees. Wait, trickster? You mean Mark Hamill? Yes, the trickster. <laughs> I was about to say the best part of this is I just see Mark Hamill, but in his Jane Silent Bob cockknocker costume with, with the chainsaw, <laughs> with the laugh, just. I see just Mark. Going to town. I, I see Mark Hamill as Mark Hamill in the trickster outfit, which happened. Uh, uh, I know on the show. I'm yeah. a fan but of I, the show. But I see the fact that freaking Flash could bypass that by using his arms. True, but still, I'm just saying that's like a current storyline for Flash. That'd right be now. fucked up. Wow, that'd be a good one. But like, all right, so Chad. Uh, but we'll, we'll get on to the DC Extended Universe now really oh, quick Because no, this is something I wanted this. to talk about Because there was some news And it's been, I haven't had a chance to actually address any of it that So, Robert Patterson Is the new Batman uh, Batman's all sparkly But what they haven't talked about yet Is which Batman is he um, George Clooney No, I meant like Is he Terry, <laughs> McGin- is he Terry McGinnis I hope not uh, That's been the question there Because Henry Cavill Wants to be a Superman for a Man of Steel too. Yeah, he still wants in that, even though they've talked about him backing out. So now, what the what only the way what I want this to see going is I would like, I would like Batfleck to come back, but I'd like him to be old man Bruce Wayne, and I want them to do the Kingdom Come storyline with Terry McGinnis playing Batman Beyond at that point. So Kingdom Come. 
Kingdom Come I would be absolutely would be phenomenal with that because they they they're already doing but they've already here's the problem with it they're already doing Kingdom Come which is being done by the guy I can't remember his damn name because he, all he did was Batman Returns. <laughs> Do you guys know who I'm talking about? Remember Wait. Batman Returns? What Schumacher? Uh, no, no, not the Val Kilmer. No, what? No, not Batman Returns. Superman <laughs> Returns. Superman oh, Returns. Brandon Super- Routh. He's playing oh, Superman from Kingdom Come oh. on Crisis in the Arrowverse. Yeah, well, no, in, in the movie that's coming up. I no, know. it's it's in the Arrowverse. That is absolutely horrible. I never want to speak of it again, and we can move on with our day. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> what? So he's playing Mister. A- he's playing Adam and that. Essentially, yeah, because they're doing because. It's Arrow's last season. They're doing Crisis on, you know, they're doing that's their. Well, it's, oh, not you mean the it's, not, it's not Crisis on Infinite Earth. It shouldn't that's be. That's what they're calling it. It shouldn't be. Cri- it should not be Crisis on Infinite no, Earth. That's be. a whole other fucking story that retcons the entire powers of every single person. That's Infinity one of the Infinity Crisis. Like that's one that I would like to see, but that's never enough because I want to see Superboy Prime punch reality. At the same point, the TV universe, um, the um, Felicity and Friends variety outer, as I like to call it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Patent that. That is amazing. <laughs> that was great. I don't think that's original content. I heard it somewhere, and whoever came up with that, I love you for it, because I used to love Arrow. Me too. And the yeah. Flash is now going into the Iris West, and I'm fucking my sister variety hour. I so. can't. I, I can't. I can't. Okay, I'll, uh, we have talked about this on this cast before, and I guess mm-hmm. I've never listened because no one has yeah. um, I, I, I'm not a fan of the Arrowverse at all whatsoever because if I wanted to watch someone broody I would watch you know Batman I want I want to watch if I watch Green Arrow I want to watch someone pull a boxing glove arrow out of the back of a fucking quiver and shoot somebody in the face speaking of you know crappy TV shows has anyone seen Gotham uh, I saw like a season I watched the first season you were going to say something about the Arrowverse yeah um, I watched the first season obviously and it was entertaining enough where I'm like, okay, like, you know, it, it, it kept me invested. Like, it was it was entertaining. It wasn't obviously the greatest. Second season comes around. Which show is this again? Arrow. Okay. And Before you, it turned into the Felicity and Friends hour. Essentially, yeah. I thought that was season three. Yeah. yeah, season three was when it went to, like, full Batman mode. And really? I, I thought I, Batman all the way through until I quit it. Well, yeah, but I mean, it didn't have that full vibe. Like, obviously, second season, you know, you brought in Deathstroke as the the main villain, and but the second season was to me like it kept it me good. on. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, very enjoyable. Then the third season, you wow. got ex- exclusively Batman. Uh, Chris, I thought Vibe was on Flash. What Vibe is on <laughs> Flash? <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> So, All right, so we are now currently, like, obviously just recording this on Twitch. And if anybody is, like, watching, because we got, like, six people in the chat rooms right now. <laughs> oh, if you guys are entertained with what's going on and you have anything to say about what we're saying, please put it on. We will address all of this right now. We have no problems doing it. Because so, I don't know if I can actually get this on Podbean anymore. <laughs> this is too long. Sucks. If we want people to be entertained. All right, we'll get to that. We'll, 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 we'll get to that. Because we'll you there. and me, will we'll, we'll battle, and he'll chime in, and then he'll Mills Lane, and it'll be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just there all the way Actually, through. Actually, you and me are going to fight. It'll be he'll be Mills Lane. These two will be Wiz and Boomstick. Because uh, <laughs> I will invite you back for our horrible... Yeah, boomstick. I, I will bring you back for our horrible movie tournament. Done and done. Wait, are we starting a new tournament for that? I want to start a new tournament, add different movies, take out movies that I want to take out, Ooh. add movies in that I think stand a better chance. And me and Kyle have been thinking about this for quite some time. Oh, you want terrible movies. I got some. No, no, no it's no, no, all no, no, no. comic and video game related only. 
Oh, well, video game related opens the door to so many oh. terrible. Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> we had an entire like 36 week like uh, we had like a 12 week freaking argument on this and we, we bolted it down to Dragon Ball Evolution still being the worst movie ever created. Yes. Yeah, I can I, give I you that. Yeah, beat, so that one needs to stay out. That, but we it, can boil all of Yui Bowl's directorial Brothers. efforts what did, what into just one steaming pile of turd. Uh, you don't want to. We're not going to talk about that right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's not. Quick, name the Catwoman villain. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you said that really fast. I was like, Halle Berry's agent <laughs> is the key villain of that. Halle Berry, Halle Berry Catwoman, what was her villain's name? Uh, her, what is her Warner agent's Brothers? name? Exactly <laughs> our point. Literally, someone looked at me and went, go ahead, tell us what it is. <laughs> and everyone in the room went, Shit. <laughs> and then we did another one where racism. It wasn't Sharon Stone. Stone. I'm sorry, but that first one between Kyle, Kyle and, and Nick, Nick were amazing. Was the greatest it was, one. It was fantastic because they brought up that high intelligence ma- makes racism okay. Yes. <laughs> it was, it was a very valid point. And when the whole room went, shit, we got nothing on that one. Uh, but yeah. go ahead. Okay, so let's go ahead and just finish that up. Uh, we, we, we have these people doing the stuff, and we want to see certain things here. And the future of the DCEU is completely in shambles. And I feel bad for Jason Momoa for even having to deal with any of this and Gal Gadot for having to deal with any of this crap like they're, they're, they're screwed um, Affleck deserves it right now the, only, the best DC movie created and this isn't saying much it's saying enough is Shazam if yeah. you have not watched it yet go watch it yeah, I, Shazam was phenomenal and we really just want the rock in it can we just get to there yeah um, I watched Shazam expecting another steaming pile of turd from the DC universe amen and I'm like you know this was fun it was lighthearted. It was good action. Like it, this it, was a good DC reminded you that DC could get dark and then come back. Like it, it did that, and it was mm-hmm. awesome. And like it still had one of the best transformation scenes of all time. Him running, jumping off there with full confidence, screaming Shazam, just, and boom! It was fucking yeah, phenomenal. It was so good, and and it tricked me and Kyle because I saw a preview of the whole thing. I saw a pre-screening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. You I was trying to get people there. in there, and, and the cool thing was like I knew about the Shazam family. I did not anticipate the Shazam family coming into yeah, this yeah. at all. No, and then they came, I really like that. And then they came in, and I'm like, holy crap, they're here already. That's, that's amazing. I, I wasn't expecting that either. But I uh, knew nothing of Shazam, and I went, well, I could get behind this. And then I heard, like, The Rock is supposed to be the villain for the next one. Black, oh, Adam. Black Adam. No, no, he's not no. going to be the next one, I don't think. Um, he also is talking about being in the MCU, so it's a huge... Because he's still, and they're talking well, about like James Gunn is pulling it off right now, and all he had to do is write some pedo tweets. So. <laughs> Apparently that offends someone if you don't have oh a sense God. of humor. Marvel, we're done with you. Watch right, Super, and then you can understand right. James Gunn's sense of humor. Okay, I got that. So I want to go right now and ask you, what is your rant about? Give me the give me the topic. Change. That's what we were talking about because Hush is the one that really like when we were talking about this, and I said it right. on Thursday. Like, if you change something enough, it'll it you know, it can work. Begin your rant, because I'm pretty sure if you've ever listened to my cast before, I, I've already done this. I feel like but Bruce go nuts. is about ready to battle you. No, no, he's probably going to hit every point that I've already hit. Uh, I'm but about but I want to hear someone else on the outside who's never heard my opinion say the same thing I did. It's time for a death battle! <laughs> go, go on. <laughs> so, epic rap battles on uh, Essentially, like... No, it, it's epic <laughs> nerd battles in a basement. Begin. <laughs> when you look at... Okay, so I'm going to go and use, obviously, the most successful, the MCU. Sam? <laughs> MCU. Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> like, and of, and of course. MCU. <laughs> there's a. There, we'll, we'll just leave Captain Marvel out of the yeah. argument of how the MCU is better. 
there's a lot taken, you know, because obviously you have so much history, and then me, a lot is taken from the Ultimate Universe as well. And if, again, if you change something enough, it can work. To me, like you watch the first phase, you watch the first Iron Man, all the way till the Avengers. And while like Thor, obviously one of my favorite characters, was it the best movie? Could have been better? Absolutely. But to me, it was like, okay. I will I'm okay. say that all of Thor's movies have been, except for Ragnarok, have been passable filler. Agreed. Ragnarok was amazing. Fight me. <laughs> oh. are, are we going outside, or oh. did you want to know about this now? But go on. When with and, and that's why, like with Ragnarok, you change it so much just to appeal to. And I guess we meet. They knocked out Bird's headset. So uh, keep oh. going. Just keep going. Um, you 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 can like I said, change is good. But when you change the whole dynamic of. Well, that was at, at the nudie bar, thank you for the follow. All right, yeah. Keep, keep going. That was like so, every time you like plug so, in, that happened. <laughs> yeah, that, that was perfect. So like with, with Ragnarok for me, and same thing with my dad, because Thor is one of my dad's favorites as well. He's like, action-wise, loved it. Humor, like the humor, it's like you were trying too hard. You were doing like jokes that we were t we were telling like for 12 years old at school. Like these little like, you know, essentially sixth grade potty jokes in a way it's like really the only my only thing that i said like when we left the movie when it was over jim asked me what did you like about it i said two things the action and some parts some parts and they brought back you for, went full new yorker that. <laughs> i just hot. did you i went really boston did. in that shit my bad i did <laughs> and they brought back like 30 seconds of the original score from the first movie at the end and if i'm if that's, like, the second thing I enjoyed about the movie, it's like, what the hell? Oh, come on. The Willy Wonka scene with the Willy Wonka music was amazing. That was so, like, where the fuck did this come from? The entire, like, 80s synth score was amazing. But then again, I am trapped in the 80s. If you were going to put a song to that 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 whole scene, it should have been Twilight of the Thunder God by Amon Marth. You know, <laughs> I don't think they'd sell the rights to Marvel, though. Eh, fair enough. All right. But, but and, and the other thing too is like, you know, the the Warriors three got hosed. They were in the movie for a good like 0.5 seconds before they got hosed. Agreed. Sif was nowhere to be seen. Hopefully she's still alive. She didn't show up in Endgame, so yeah. Not. So I mean, you could have done to me when they first released like you know okay the next Thor the third one is going to be called. You know, the subtitles me Ragnarok. You look at that logo, and it looks just like... Technical a dream coat. Well, yeah, it did after that, yeah. When they pretty much revamped it, and I'm like... When the, when, hold on. When, when the use when the people... Here's the thing you, you, you got to remember, all right? And you can do this now if you want to look up the Loki the Loki logos. Oh, yeah. No, I've... no, just look them up. That that happens with every single one. You hear the name of a, of a movie, and the users, and, and like the fans, like us... We make the things what they should be. That wasn't actually Marvel. That was somebody else who made it look badass because that's what it fucking should have been. No, I mean, no, I'm saying like when they actually released it as that badass looking when Foggy had this whole like it wasn't a Comic-Con or anything. He just rented out the El Capitan Theater in, in L.A. And they did like, here's the full phase three slate. 
you know, that's when they introduced Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther and said, next Captain America is going to oh, be Civil War. Okay, that one. Yeah. And they showed it, and it's like, and I'm sitting there just like, ah, like giddy as fuck. Just Ragnarok, thinking like, I'm in. Yeah, hell yeah. Because to me, like, I described it as, you know, if you watch Game of Thrones, think of the Battle of the Bastards. If you've seen Lord of the Rings, think of the Battle of Helm's Deep, but just with, like, Thor's cast of characters. And just complete and total mass fuckery. And... <sighs> Man, you're making you're talking about Thor now, and I'm drinking. So you're making me think about a comic book explained that I want to see today, and it was uh, one that'll never happen because you can never get Hyperion, which we may get Hyperion in the Eternals because Hyperion is an Eternal, but he's from another universe. Yeah. There was a scene where Hyperion and Thor they can become bros. I mean, like. They oh, I've watched this bro. one. It's definitely worth. No, watching. they are bros. They like Hyperion becomes such a bro because he's like he's Superman. And then he goes like way down the line. Mm-hmm. He grows the Thor hair and the Thor beard, and they just they find a bunch of Beyonders and they're like, "Well, we're gonna die here." Yep. <laughs> and they fucking balls of steel that fight, and it's so good. And like if it glory ends, to the end, and I will see you in Valhalla. It, I, and you, I will race you there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Was his exact was Thor's exact remark? I will race you there, and that was so cool. I'm like, I would kill for dude, that, dude. Yes, but you can never ma- make Thor that fucking cool because there's no going back now. I mean, no, it's not even because he's fat now, not because he played video games. It's it's you've taken him and obviously you've nerfed him, and they've talked about in that same series. Uh, like if you never watched Combo Explained, please do get there and look up Omega Level Mutants, uh, Omega Level Beyond Omega Level, and like Rune King Thor it was one of them, and where Odin had sacrificed one eyeball to become all powerful, or become as powerful as he was, and have the mm-hmm. Odin Force, which the Odin Force is his brother's power, two of his brother's power merged into his, and is now a transferable force. Thor sacrificed both and became fucking omnipotent. The dude was a beast. Was that God King Thor or Rune King Thor? Uh, Rune King Thor. It was Rune King Thor, and uh, he he was a monster at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, I I would love to see that. I would love to see Thor not look like what he is now. Yeah. Like like when the closest to like Thor being as badass as we actually wanted was Thor dropping in an Infinity War in Wakanda. Yeah, that, that was as close as we're getting. That that was amazing. I I will admit to be eh, three quarter masked on that one. And just to hear Rocket said, "Oh, you're fucked now." Well, I was at full mass when that happened. Well, we know. Yeah, that wasn't Rocket. That was uh, Bruce Banner. That was Bruce oh. Banner. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are so screwed. Yeah. Now, I want to get to this point too. Robert Pattinson. Sparkle, sparkle. Wait, no, 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 sparkle, sparkle. Let, let, let's drop the fucking sparkle, sparkle for two seconds. Let, let, let's do our thing where we actually ignore the fact that he did one movie like that. But let's ignore the fa- let's, let's go for the other movies where Robert Pattinson actually did fantastic films in other situations. Yeah, he was a let, decent wizard. Uh, like, let's actually yeah. talk about it for two seconds. Oh, I like, forgot he was in that. Yeah, he's <laughs> done he's done some actually really good things. It's just it's getting to be known for. And, and you want to actually bring this up in that in the same continuity. It, it's looking at um. Robert Downey Jr., who literally just said, I am more than Iron Man. 
Yeah. Like he was given a role and he was given and he was paid a lot of money to do it. And I'll give you I'll give you a really cool thing that Brad Patterson actually did was uh, he was actually in a fan of girls. He's just walking through and walking through and they're all like, oh, my God, oh, my God, Sparkle. And whatever the fuck that character's name is, which I can't remember. And someone finally goes, this little girl in Wizard goes, Cedric. And he stopped. Mm-hmm. And signed whatever the fuck that girl had because someone remembered him for something oh, I know that if was I, different. If I remember Robert Downey Jr., I'm like, dude, you pulled off a damn good Charlie Chaplin. Yes, thank yeah. you. <laughs> something of that nature. Yeah. What about you, Bird? I like Robert Downey Jr. as Sherlock Holmes. I, I, I loved yeah. him as Sherlock Holmes. He was, yeah, okay, yeah. that was phenomenal. I loved him in The Soloist. I loved him in Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Oh, dude. oh my God. He has done there was like a, some amazing movie things. movie from the 90s that was with him, and it involved like ghosts. Uh, that, that he had to help like get to heaven. They that was Robert. Uh, that was uh, Michael J. Fox. Are you sure? Positive, because I know which one exactly you're talking about. Because they brought. I think it death. was Michael J. Fox. I think you're talking about when Death showed up. No, is that the? He's talking about the Frighteners. No. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. He's thinking. No, no, no. It's like a. It's a lighthearted comedy, man. Yeah, that was the. F- no, not the Frighteners. That was something else. That was with Michael J. Fox. Uh, go on. What do you got, Bullheimer? So I have a very funny Robert Downey Jr. story that comes from my cousin, who I will not name because she actually still actively works in Hollywood. <laughs> but one of her first jobs when she got out there was was working on a movie called The Singing Detective that, star, that starred Robert Downey Jr., full drug-induced fucking fuck-upness of his life. And um, one of her favorite stories to tell about him... Oh, my fucking God. Robert Downey Jr. was in Weird Science. I completely forgot about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway... Keep going. She's driving him around to his appointments because he didn't have a license and couldn't be trusted to call his own car. <laughs> and he's hitting on her, and he's like, this is a really nice car. She's like, no, it's not. It's a 92 fucking Honda with 250,000 miles. Shut up, and I'm taking you to work. You may be pay- getting paid for this, but I'm getting paid like $8 an hour for this. So shut up and deal with it. You're thinking of Michael J. Fox, because I'm looking through his things, and there's nothing that discloses <laughs> in this shit. Uh, let's not forget that he's in Chef. All right, let's get that out of the oh, way. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I loved, I loved his scene. He's one scene in Chef, okay? But... um. To, to finish my point was Go that on. was my impression of Robert Downey Jr. before Iron Man was released. Like, this is the person my cousin called a putz who tried to make a pass on her. And then I saw the movie and I go, you can have her. <laughs> <laughs> he was in The Judge. He was Chaplin. He was in Zodiac. And oh, we're sitting here to fucking talk about this and we're forgetting about the most epic role of all time. Natural Born Killer? Tropic fucking Thunder. Oh, yes. 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 <laughs> 100%. That was amazing. And I'm a same, dude playing a dude. This is another dude. The same year Iron Man came out, too. And, and you know what? My favorite line comes from a meme from that. It's like, if Iron Man was black, who we get to play him? It's Robert Downey Jr. Jr. <laughs> There's a picture of him as black from Tropic Thunder. I'm like, yes. If only Marvel had the balls to have Robert Downey and Robert Downey Jr. in blackface play War Machine after Terrence Howard has for too much money. Oh my! So we're talking about changes, and I do apologize about that because we, we did jump uh, we did jump off tangent because we're drinking, um, yes. and I have liquor and you don't. Uh, so, but like we're talking about this thing, and um, uh, was it like you're talking about the Ultimates? And I think that's where a lot of people get the difference of, and they're like, oh, Nick Fury's a black guy, and they forget that Nick Fury was an old Howling Commando white guy from mm-hmm. the Vietnam era. Where Nick Fury used to be David Hasselhoff. Yes, and he was this, but like, and, and like, why didn't comic book people complain about this? And the first response was because I read Ultimates, so yeah, I know and that he was his appearance was based off and of here's Samuel the thing. Jackson. Here, yeah, exactly, and he was also 
Like, uh, here's the thing. I watched a video not too long ago, and I would have sworn to God that that book was written after Iron Man 1 <laughs> if I did not know any better. Because I looked at it. It was a dead-on mm-hmm. fucking appearance. Yeah. But you forget that why Samuel Jackson's still alive. Why is he so good? Because he was technically the first super soldier. He wasn't completely successful, mm-hmm. but he was in that universe. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, not Captain America, but in this universe, not so much, and everything changes. But uh, you know what? I will never forget like my first time watching Iron Man, and I knew it wasn't 110% correct, mm-hmm. but it was fucking as close as you're going to get. Right. And then you got to think about, like, we're reading comics of uh, freaking uh, Tony Stark being an alcoholic, being struggling with all these other addictions and all these other things, and then you think of Robert Downey Jr.'s life, and, like, you're given a role like that? It's... It- he was basically like living his life. Exactly. Essentially. Like, and uh, the only way that could have made that better is if they would have actually brought Tony's drug addiction or uh, alcohol addiction into that yeah. story. And we'd be like, oh, fuck it. Like, like, you know, they kind of tapped into they, it. They in, slightly uh, touched on it. Yeah. Iron Man 2. Yeah. yeah exactly. But that well, was Iron, Iron Man, Man 2. 2 was, he wasn't even his alcohol addiction. Alcohol, Iron Man 2, he was trying to freaking drink to die. Yeah. I mean, there was a difference. So, you, so, but you kind of saw, like, you know, they kind of. They, tried uh, to, they alluded to it a little bit just to show like here he is all they did that in, they did that in Iron Man one when he brought out the, when he kept saying let's get sake we're working yeah, let's, let's get, get sake and then he brought up the freaking the bar card oh this is let in with every freaking well, drink look, of every hundred million or more well look at but the, but the point where, where he where it starts because obviously it starts it was Viet, it was supposed to be Vietnam more well, yeah. that it happened here and he just took a bullet this is was his own item and it changed up differently and that was great. And we got changed with the times, too. And, and things like, changed, and we're talking about Civil War. I went on a rant on that, like, completely and early. I'm going to have to look that up and listen to it, because it's what? probably the same thing. Civil, you went on your rant about oh, Civil War. Oh, Civil War, it, where it wasn't, like, it was a great movie, but you, why'd you call it Civil War? Yeah. You didn't need to. No. It wasn't Civil War. It was not. My, my dad always said that if you did Civil War, that has to be a trilogy. Heart and Souls was a great movie with Downey. I would actually agree with that. So it was Pickup Artist, even. Pickup artist was good. Right, we got someone in here. Thank you at the nudie bar. Uh, oh, I, don't, I really awesome. don't know who this is, but that's awesome. Usually my, my followers are one of my friends, but that's pretty cool. Awesome. Like, 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 welcome to the conversation. Tell your friends this, about it. This was supposed to be a podcast, and uh, it kind of, um, my software kind of, I tried to extend the time because I didn't anticipate me talking so much, <laughs> and it kind of went horrible. So I'm just going to keep talking. And so Chad was going to sit here and drink with me and talk, and everyone else is going to sit here until Bird just passes out in the chair. I've got a ring. <laughs> <laughs> He's got alcohol next to him. We're drinking and talking comics, so keep going on your rant. And, and it was just, and, and, and well, that's what I said. Like my dad always said, you know, if you're a new Civil War, you got to do it as a trilogy because there's so much. And I guess they, their their hands are tied because you can only do so much in that universe. No X Men. No X Men. No uh, Fantastic Four. No Fantastic Four. No Luke Cage. Um, using his. Uh, you know, that was one of the best things. Like, he compared it to, you know, slavery. At the time, no Ant-Man or Goliath. No established Spider-Man at that time. True. Yeah, Songbird. True. And now when you look back on that fight scene with Spider-Man in it, you can really see how tacked on he was at the last moment. Too. Yeah. I mean, it was perfect because Underoos was absolutely awesome. Like, he was just he was so out of place, but, like, you could tell, like, him taking on the other two people. was like, you know what your job was. Yeah. And that, that was really good. And At the same point, I will say, he, he seems tacked on in some of the scenes, like, obviously were, like, reshoots and stuff. But they did a good job of it, which shows the caliber of writing that they have. And then some of the shit that we get is just, like, oh, wow. You have talent yeah. and you give us this, Captain Marvel. <laughs> 
It wasn't terrible. But Captain, Captain Marvel with okay, where how do I grade Captain Marvel? Fury's eye would That's, have ugh. Captain Marvel stood if there was no MCU around it. Oh no, probably not. No, exactly. No, most movies no. would have. Now Thor one. Would have. You didn't need to know about anything that was going on at that point. Mm-hmm. Thor 2, all you needed was really Thor 1 to understand what was going on. Right. Ragnarok is just burning hell. Uh, <laughs> so, But if you go back to... Uh, you can like it all you like. You know, People can like what they like. I will never... A true fan, and if anybody tells you different, they're fucked up in the head. A true fan will never tell you why you shouldn't like it. A true fan will tell you why I didn't like it. There's That's the my difference. philosophy with cars and motorcycles. And exactly. I take your opinion for what it is, and I move on with my day. You say you wouldn't like the motorcycle I want to buy. I like it for the reasons I like it. I will get it at some point in my life. I will tell you why you shouldn't like Ragnarok. You will tell me why you do, and we will move on with our day because that's a difference in opinion, not a reason I should hate you for any reason whatsoever. Exactly. And the best part, because it brings out great discussions like these where you can just sit here, slam a few beers, and just talk about all the shit that we love. I, I, wish, I, wish, I, wish, I wish Kyle could stay up late this, this late and do this. Uh, but like that, 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 that is... But the, the changes that they tried to make in different things, Iron Man 2, Whiplash. Whiplash was a, a nobody. It was uh, a Whiplash like Crimson Dynamo. Like I, I was about to say the Omega same thing. Omega Red even at that point. Yeah, yeah. But, like, but let's look at life for like two, two and a half seconds here. They can't even... Iron Man was a fucking C-plus fucking hero in the first place. He had a 90s cartoon. That's the only reason anybody knew who he was. I do have a defense of Iron Man 2, and it's not of the film. I enjoyed Iron Man 2. No, let's I get out of the way. But no, I can. I have a defense of why that movie was kind of muddled as much as it was. Remember, it was shot during the Writers Guild strike during Hollywood, and MCU had a schedule to do, and then suddenly the strike breaks, and it's oh crap, done. That's what we have. It wasn't muddled to me. It was really played. It was really played well. Like the freaking um the. Uh, I, as, as, as <laughs> this I is what happens to, when I get guests on here that haven't actually listened to what I talk about. So. Well, uh, uh, before I, you you have your rant, I have to say I actually do love Iron Man Two. It's one of one of my favorite movies in the fucking entire series, and that's why I always have to defend it to people. They're stupid. Um, you know, I thank you. Hold on, I, let okay, me talk about this right here. Like the reason why I like Iron Man Two, and I will just give you like like two definitive scenes, and it was the very character development of Tony Stark. Okay, because people were looking at it like, oh, it wasn't really Iron Man. I'm like, okay, no, it was character development out the ass. It was him sitting on his balcony talking to Fury, and he goes, "So you know, you must know my father better than I did." Well, he was a founding member of Shield. Excuse me. Yeah, like Like, what? Like okay, now there's a life of my father. I don't know. And then he's like, my father fucking hated me. And then he goes and listens to his videos, and he tells me, "Tony, I leave this to you." Mm -hmm. And, And literally, you see Tony start breaking down, and 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 the. And all the cockiness that he has is now, God, how do I put it? It's now like, you know what? I am this fucking good because my dad believed I would be. And I may not be Antonio Stark, but I will be. <laughs> if anybody's read that fucking book before, God damn, yeah, was... Watcher 417, I think it was, somewhere yeah, around there. 427, like I think it was. Fucking genetically engineering a Stark baby. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was such a fucked up storyline. And you know what, for me, like, you know, if I, I, I'll watch something, like, if there's, like, Iron Man 2 when I first saw it, I was just like, mm, yeah, okay. And then I watched it a few more times, you know, over the past couple of years, and then I watched it, I'm like, hey, you know what? It's, it's, it's pretty good. And that's why, like, I'll give things, like, a chance. Like, going, go, like, you know, 
Like Civil War. Iron Man 3. Oh, I, I have an irrational love of that movie. I cannot defend the movie at all, but wow. it was the last movie I saw with my father. That's the only reason I have fond movies. It is a terrible fucking movie, but every time I watch it, I get that warm, tingly feeling inside. But I would. That's watch, what these movies do too. I That's would much good. rather watch the previous movie that I watched the day before with him, which was Pacific Rim, because you know who doesn't love robots fighting robots. But. It was either the dumbest awesome movie of all time or the awesomest dumbest movie of all time. Just, just don't talk about the sequel. <laughs> what sequel? Exactly. <laughs> Wait, it, it had a sequel. It, apparently. <laughs> Read the comics. The comics are pretty good. Okay. But uh, and like, they have but, an awesome fucking like but, mecha line. But going back to Civil War, though, it's like. You you have these like <coughs> you have like friends essentially like you know this team that are fighting each other but hey this is all a big joke to us like no like you're like why are we doing this but we're doing it anyway I feel this way you feel this way we we don't want to fight but here we are we're gonna have to let's crack a few jokes about it you, to me like I was just watching Winter Soldier a couple of nights ago. Really good movie. Very good movie. My favorite, one of my favorites in the MCU. Probably oh, yeah. my favorite. Winter Soldier is the best written MCU movie uh, with well, the best character development and changes that could be done to a character, bar none. Yes. Stuff. So, in watching that, I was like, it had, it had the perfect setup for everything, story, action, twists, humor. Everything was just really perfect. And then you watch Civil War, a lot of it is... And I think that's where, like, the forced kind of humor really started, because it kind of, like... All right, Hooded Silent Jester, which I'm pretty sure we know who that is. Uh, I think it's Tyler? Is that Winter? That is, sure. It sounds like Winter. Uh, <laughs> thank you for thank you for the 500 bits, man. Craig has a 100. Craig has a 100. Craig has a 100. I don't have the fucking speaking app installed for stupid shit like that. <laughs> thank you, Tyler. Someone just donated. It's pretty much like like. I honestly gotta think the only much, point of Civil nice War was just to really care how much it is. It's uh, Black. Oh no 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 no. Much I, I was explaining what bits were. Yeah. Okay. And I have Endgame that I need to download so he can right. watch. Mm. Yeah, and, and yeah, to like it to introduce Black Panther as well. But I think that was also to set up everything coming. Like when you watch Phase One, like everything was essentially setting up for the Avengers. Civil War was really like that last, really, really big one until you got to Infinity War. Can we talk about that for like two seconds? There's something I, I kind of like. So I wanted to like bring up in. In the comics, Steve and Tony were actually friends. They were friends. Mm -hmm. Like, you can see that. In Avengers, in, in the MCU, I don't see that. They never were. They were more of competitive rivals and a difference of ideals. Like, yeah. Well, no, no. Tony was more of a freaking, like, Tony was a player. Okay? I, I, mm. I don't mean, like, you think about the board game of life. Uh, he wanted to lead the Avengers, and he wanted to be this great person. But he knew he couldn't do it without Steve. Like Steve was that person to rally around. But then too, like you always had like they always touched on Tony's uh, relationship with his father. Like it was never the best thing because you hear like certain oh, little things. Yeah. What the what fuck? the hell? I thought that was you at first, bully. <laughs> no. Thank you. Thank you for the hosting with the one viewer, Tyler. <laughs> I was like, Bert, what the hell did you just do? If I was going to do an oh yeah, it would be the Macho Man. Oh yeah. Dig it. 
I love that button. I, I, I love the fact that I put that on there because no one ever hears it but me, so it's okay. Um, when you look back at like anytime Tony like brings up his father, it's always like negative. And when he brings up, and I'll never forget this line in the first Avengers movie, where he says, "God, that's the guy my dad always bragged about." He always felt like he was second best, pretty much, to Steve in that way too, because his dad looked at Steve as the super soldier, the top person no one's ever going to be the greatest man of all men of all time exactly and then what does tony say to him everything special in you came out of a fucking bottle yeah like everything special about everything special about you became out of a fucking bottle yeah i know i'm not good with my exact quotes but if you look at like the life of that one tony then built an entire established life around that and he felt it necessary which you know at that point it was perfectly with with the tony's thing but we are still flowing off tangent for like True, yeah. Changes. When do we not go off tangent? Uh, a lot, actually. Like, <laughs> this, is, like, this is this is my first time I sat down with Chetto in a long time to talk about comics. That's I, true. I, yeah. I, mean, I feel like going off tangent is our thing. And, and I'm here, which is just I introduce a level of clusterfuckery to any situation. So, essentially, that too. <laughs> Bird, your input. <laughs> I have a point every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about the changes, like. Wait. Like, you know what scares me is the next Black Panther movie. I'm not going to lie. Um, I didn't like the first one. Okay, Whoa. hold on. And I will really? say, I, I can give you an, an actual reason why I don't like it. I still say it's a good movie, but I personally did not like it. The first Black Panther movie, how do I put this? Right. Uh, it had some really good, like, points in what it was trying to do. It mis. I believe it misrepresented Killmonger. Yeah. Of oh. what he was supposed to be from the comics. And uh, Chris, can you turn his his headset, please? We, Whatever we you did. Turn. It turn like spin it. Whatever oh, you do. I know. You plug it in all the way because it's not in all the way. Thank you. That's better. Whatever. It was fucking with mine. How's that oh. sound? Hmm. I get it. I know. It's better for me now because it was like <laughs> in my oh. ears. Hey. Uh uh, effectively, what Killmonger was supposed to be as strong and as smart as T'Challa. Now, if you think back to Black Panther, Shuri was effectively all of the intelligence of Black Panther rolled into another character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they like, oh, Black Panther is super intelligent. No, 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 he's not. Not, not at least not in this world. Mm-hmm. Whatever you've done to him here. And you moved him over here into Shuri, so you've taken all the intelligence, you put basic common sense into him. Um, and then you made Killmonger and then you made a character who was just as smart as the Black Panther you've made in this universe and was just as powerful as him. So you've equaled the power, which was right, Mm -hmm. but the intelligence was supposed to be somewhere up here. Black Panther was written by Jack It was funny. If you didn't know this before, uh, Jack Kirby and everyone was told to put more white people into Black Panther. <laughs> so they put the KKK and had freaking mm-hmm. Black Panther kill them all. Nice. Which was amazing. Which was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Hilarious to me. Um, which which I believe should have been done. Um, and then you have... Uh, now you have the next one that's coming up. It was it was good. There was a lot of CGI in it that I didn't like. It was way off yeah. on a lot of it. Okay, there were like the fight with him and Killmonger at the end would have been fantastic, but they fucked up the animation so hard. But the next one coming up is supposed to be Namor. Namor, yeah. Isn't Michael B. Jordan supposed to come back as another villain in Black Panther? I 
really hope not. Did, I mean, did anyone not see those news reports about that? Like I him and I, like somebody else <coughs> were supposed to come back as another villain. My main problem with Black Panther, aside from some other gripes about it, was they finally made a a compelling villain for once that they haven't had in a while. Granted, it was the the standard Marvel same versus same degenerates into a slugfest, but I could actually like get behind. Thank you, Tyler. Keep going. Yeah, I could get behind Killmonger's. You know, I could understand his motivation, and that's what you want as a good villain. A good villain makes you go, "Oh fuck." He's kind of right. Yeah. He's approaching it wrong, but he's... Like kinda, maybe a good on. Dr. Doom. Keep going. Before Bruce. you go in, Bruce. Yeah. Uh, I was also saying, keep going. Yeah. Uh, it reminded me of an old podcast we did, and one of the topics for it was memorable villains. And Bruce brought that up. Like, name a memorable villain. And we really couldn't, except for like one or two. Um, I, I can say another one, just for comedic effect, that collective eye rolls go is searcher because he was just played as a fucking comic jackass who destroyed all of asgard mm-hmm. and you know well, let's roll this down really quick who is your favorite villain in mcu or, or dcu even right now favorite villain fuck like from the current like okay so heath ledger is obviously out of this conversation mm-hmm. okay yeah. so the current dc extended universe and the marvel cinematic universe starting with iron man one who's your favorite villain um, well, I can knock out pretty much all of DC, even though I enjoyed Aquaman. Um, the villain was kind of bland. God, I gotta watch that still. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's not bad. Um, it would either have to be Jeff Bridges, because I love the dude, and Tron. There's no way in hell we'll ever get God Doom, Tyler. Let's just get that out of the way. God Doom? We'll never, yeah. we'll never Un- get God Doom. Unfortunately, yeah. There's plenty of explanation because we still have to, we'd have to get the convergence. We'd have to get the Beyonders. We'd have to get uh, Molecule Man. We'd have to get it's way too technical. much. And people, normies can't understand it to get the money. Essentially. Like, you can't understand a guy who can rip out Thanos' spine, which everyone's like, oh, Dr. Drew ripped out Thanos' spine. Motherfucker, he had the Beyonder in him, all right? Yeah. Let's get that out of the way, okay? If, if Marvel really wanted to knock it out of the park, they just summon Squirrel Girl. So, <laughs> Black Manta was pretty on point. Uh, yeah, I actually enjoyed Black Manta. He was a very good villain. I, I should actually, which forget. does lead into Aqualad. I yeah. forgot the fact that Black Manta was in that movie because he got cock blocked and cut off so short in it, and then we got Ocean Master. But Willem Dafoe was good in there. But uh, yeah, for memorable villains, like Marvel doesn't have a lot, and that's primarily what I enjoy. Killmonger's a really good one. Jeff Bridges in the first because that. And then uh, my favorite, not really a true villain, but definitely a player in the background, would be the Collector. Ooh. Because he plays that part so well of just being kind of a weirdo. And plus he has captured Howard the Duck. They have some great villains that they just don't use. I'm talking of used in the MCU currently. Okay, no, no, no. Like, Winter Soldier was awesome, but no, no. No, they make great villains... And they then kill they them. kill them. Exactly. Chato doesn't have to be alive still. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do actually like 
because I really got to like, you know, you said either Mr. Mind and Shazam. They said this is why they set up Mr. DCU. This is why they set up Mr. Mind and Shazam, which nobody knows who Mr. Mind is. I've never read Shazam a day in my life. And the first time I was exposed to the character was the movie. So take my ignorance at what you will. No, 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 no. Don't worry. People who read Shazam don't remember who Mr. Mind is. That's Uh, true. uh, I would have to say definitely Zod in Man of Steel. Because I love Michael Shannon. And he just played with such intensity. Like you, you, you got bodied by that dubstep. He, <laughs> he, like when you want to talk about like villains with motives, like wow, he could Wait, be right. We, we we know who Mr. Mind is. That's why we talk about this stuff. We know who Mr. Mind is. I'm saying like the normal schmuck that makes these movies profitable doesn't know who Mr. Mind is. Oh yeah, Bird doesn't know who Mr. Mind is. I have no idea. And you're the normal schmuck. Honestly, like I would, because like you said, like you know the top tier. You look at the MCU movies, like the top tier villains, they're either forgotten about or they just, same thing, kill them off. So, one for me, and I know it's going to be like totally unexpected, but it's Alexander Pierce and Winter Soldier. Because A, mm. Robert Redford's a badass, and then B, he he just, it, it's Robert Redford, and he, did, and he did it well. But then, and then that just shows that there's no big standout villain that's going to make you go, holy shit, this is one badass motherfucker who's going to fuck some shit up. You can, I mean, to a point, you can say Thanos, but then that's a whole discussion for another time because that's... <laughs> I'll break my mic stand on Thanos. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm like, yeah, it, well, that's what everybody's going to go to, like the big bad. Like, Unless well, he's no. questing for the love of death, I'm not interested. Don't another <laughs> conversation on Thanos. So I mean, trigger. I, and that's the only thing I can really go with. I mean, because I would say Crossbones, but they did him dirty. Because same thing, he could have been awesome, and they killed him. He was a bit player. The other guy who coincidentally is still alive and probably will never appear in the MCU that I love is Sam Rockwell as Justin Hammer, because mm. he was just like, I'm kind of a normal guy being Diet Tony Stark, and well. I'm kind of an idiot, so uh, let's just steal someone smarter. No, than no, me. he'll show back up because Tony Stark's dead, so he'll try to take over all the defense contracts. So to Pepper Potts will have at some point come in there while Spider-Man has to try to take over that because Peter Parker will have the big Peter Parker Industries. I just, I yeah. really want to see like the hammer dance again that he was doing. We don't talk about the hammer dance, no, because <laughs> we don't stop. Hammer time. Uh. Chris, who you got? <coughs> Is it as bad as a spider so, dance so, in Spider-Man so, 3? So, so, you're, so, no, we, no, no, so no, 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 who would you say? No, no. Um, I threw in uh, Justin Hammer recently. Okay, before that. Uh, Killmonger and then Jeff Bridges as Ironmonger. Okay, because you, you, you didn't say Ironmonger at all. So yeah, I I'll just said it. Jeff Bridges, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Ironmonger. All right, so so that was a good one. That, that set up the entire MCU, so that's phenomenal as a villain at this point. He was believable. Properly motivated, and he was a white. He was a white dude with riches in America. That is totally believable. Yes. Yeah. And you say, and he wants to Zod, usurp the company. Zod and Alexander Pierce. Okay. Does the Venom count for the MCU? Yeah. Well, he's not. He's an antihero in this situation. Well, I'm not saying Venom himself. I'm just saying the move from the movie. He's an antihero in that movie. If you never, if you oh, watch I, it, yeah, I watched it with you, man. I don't remember. <laughs> Like he was an anti-hero. He definitely wasn't a villain. Well, no, I'm not saying Venom himself. I'm saying it's, does the Venom? Oh, the movie? Yeah. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Uh, I'm saying does he does that count for the MCU? Uh, no. Okay then. 
I see what you mean now, but like, I, uh, no, no, that wouldn't count. All right, if then if anything, I would have to say because I can care less honestly about everything for DCEU. We 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 know that Venom isn't part of the MCU. He's talking about from a person, my purpose of my con- conversation. Yes, yeah, I can care less about anything from the DCEU. Any in my book, Superman's the fucking villain in DC. But anyways, um, goddamn Batman. <laughs> but uh, I would have to say for Marvel. Honestly, Killmonger was one of the best, one of the better villains that ever came out, as well as the more recent one from Spider-Man: Homecoming, which is Mysterio. I forgot about Vulture from. I forgot about Mysterio too. Actually, Mysterio was, was actually really pretty well played in my book. I caught it. I thought it was kind of hammy because it was like another guy, it. Tony Stark, pissed off. Yes, but it, he was he played. But, it well, was played t- by, uh, let me let's think about let's think about Scorpion. Who just came into play mm, right, yeah. at the end, at, at the end of uh, Homecoming? At Homecoming. You like mean Scorpion Far From Home? Just came into, no. The Far From Home was the no. second one. Mm. Homecoming. Homecoming. It's mm. the first one. Because pretty much yeah. Scorpion was talking with Vulture on the at the end credits. Yeah. Scene. Yes. But like I forgot about Vulture and Tyler because Sony property. Because he's Batman. Exactly. I will always see him as Batman. But you know another character with good motivations like, dude, at, I just bought all as this a thirty three year old as a thirty three year old father. I sided with Michael Keaton a little bit there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not a little bit. I wanted to see Michael Keaton win. <laughs> the correct answer is to always side with Michael Keaton. You hearing that, Shadow? So Bird, you Birdman, because Batman, he, Birdman was amazing. Vulture. Because he whispered all the time, "I'm Batman." <laughs> I, I, I believe. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Well, honestly, I do think Mr. Real is really well done, and I would have to say he's pretty much up there for me as top villain. That is villains. another. Villain right there that was changed but done right. Yes, exactly. You were, yep. From what you remember, Crystal Mine. Kill my <laughs> <goodness>. <laughs> well, what's what's your reason for which one? Well, you said Crystal yours for Mysterio, like. Well, it was it was Killmonger and Mysterio. I I agree with uh, Bolmer's point that Mysterio. <laughs> yes, or, Tyler. We all want him to win. That uh, Killmonger was a villain that like he had a point and that's rare especially in a lot of it just not just in coming out of white america's mouth that is weird (laughs) (laughs) let's be honest here we're all white america chris you're slightly tanner but you you act pretty white so wow shadow like you're you're mexican by association i'm I'm very I don't know who's more insulted, you or me. Oh, no, right now. <laughs> we'll do a podcast on that another time. <laughs> I know more Spanish I have a person that will come on and yell at me for that comment alone. <laughs> Honestly, just eat go, shit right go, now. Go, go, ahead, go ahead. So, so you, just, you said Mysterio and... And Killmonger. And Killmonger. Like, Killmonger had a point, and he was a villain that, like... He, he was meticulous, which I really liked. He had, like, a, he had a plan. Whereas a lot of these villains, uh, the movies that you've dragged me to, they just seem like they just they just show up and decide, eh, this seems like a good place to destroy. I'm sorry. Those are the movies that I, we need to go see, and those are the movies, that's the villains they wrote. I didn't know till I got there that that was the shit I was going to watch. Ultron. I know. I'm, I'm not saying that that's your fault. I'm just saying that... A lot of the MCU, or a lot of comic book movies, or just movies in general, seem to have that villain that's just like, well, I'm here now. You're all going to die. All right. So I guess, since I started this conversation... Ultron's not memorable, but you just, because he's so iconic, you just honestly can't forget him. 
All right, so I guess played by yeah. a good voice actor and gone to terrible. Waste. So my my, yeah. my my favorite, and this is even I said this on the cast before, was Red Skull. Yes, Red Skull did an amazing job, and the fact that I called the fact that he would come back for Endgame is still amazing. Um, like I wanted him to come back for Endgame. Red Skull was memorable because not only could you hate him in the movie for trying to destroy everybody. You could hate him because he was a Nazi. Yeah. Like, that was amazing. Like, you, you, we can hate him in real time. That's true, yeah. But he was also portrayed, like, uh, well, Hugo remember. Weaving. Very good. Thank you. Hugo Weaving. Yeah, Hugo Weaving. I was trying to remember his name to save my life. I'm like, God damn The it. man who has been in so many of our favorite Fantas- nerddoms. The fantasy movie. Mm-hmm. He did such an amazing job. The guy who played Executioner as well. Carl Urban. Oh, Carl yeah. Urban. Yeah. Carl Urban is in The Boys right now, which will be the next he, He's cast. another really We are going to talk about, like, honestly, like, that, that one will actually be produced because I won't fuck that up. Uh, if you want to come, if you want to Best actor wa- who can't catch a break, Carl Urban. Uh, uh, no, he can catch a break. Um, uh, his sci-fi future show on Fox, um, Dread, which bombed at the box office. So oh, hold on, hold on. Time out, that was time still out, an accurate out. portrayal of Dread. Oh, you're okay. talking about you're talking about you're talking about movies, and you're talking about money at that point. Okay, if you're talking about fantastic jobs oh, done, no, no, Carl Urban does yes. amazing yes. work. Okay? No, I'm not calling him a bad actor. Okay, I'm just he's saying putting, he he is the Nicolas Cage of fantasy movies. Okay, yes, yes. all right, because he did fucking Doom. All right, we don't talk about Doom anymore. All right, I don't think anyone talked about Doom when it came out. Oh, we did, I did because it was played on my ship in the military and went, what the. Fuck am I watching? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Which is how I watch Dragon Ball Evolution. I, I will not lie about Sorry, this. Jump off. No wonder you hate I your experience in about the Navy. <laughs> I actually enjoyed Doom. It's one of those where you watch it, you're like, you watch it for and enjoy for what it is, but you can easily like forget about it the next day. And if you it's, give me it's a thirty those, rack, I'd probably enjoy it too. So. <laughs> <laughs> like if it's on TV, like and you're flipping around and it's on, and you're like, eh, I'll watch about twenty minutes of this. Like, okay, what else is on? So, okay, so yeah. Red Skull was probably my favorite. Uh, like just 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 most memorable villain to me because he even came back as a soul stone. Okay, yes. yeah. My, my theory was literally every villain got taken out by a stone, in some way, Witcher. And Thanos would get the soul, would get the gauntlet, and in Endgame he would actually summon those through those stones, the people back. That would have been that would have been amazing. Yeah. That would have been his black guard. Would have been Ronin. Would have been fucking Red Skull. It would have been like. Oh my god, that would have been good. So Ultron, yes, yeah. Ultron from the Mind Stone, Dormammu popping up in the background. There, there that would me. have been so good. Uh, well, Given the MCU, if Dormammu shows up, they're all fucked. Here, here's my question: favorite cloud villain? MCU, uh, <laughs> we'll get to that because there's only two, and that's Dormammu or Galactus. Or parallax, but uh, like parallax. that's it. That, that's the three, and then those are just awful. And Galactus <laughs> should have never been a cloud, and how did that happen? Yeah, uh, when well, that it, happened, as soon as I saw like cloud hands, and they said Galactus, I'm like, I, I left. Uh, like, I'm done. I feel so bad maybe, for Jim's tattoo. Malkith would, but I do love the Mal- Fantastic Four though. Malkith, because uh, it was just put up by Tyler. Malkith, Malkith was a uh, waste of potential. Yes. Agreed. An absolute waste of fucking potential. Because right now, Malkith is in the comics. If you're not reading now, first off, I need to give you a shit ton of books. Okay. Because Jane Foster's end run as Thor 
was absolutely amazing. And the fact that Thor is now building a shit ton of fucking hammers. He has all the dwarves building him a multitude of hammers with different abilities is hilarious. Are we ever going to get, what's his face? Uh, Betty Ray Bill. Yes. Uh, well, he's in there. He is in there. He's we he's saw his face. Room. He yeah. was in Ragnarok on the side of the uh, Contest of Champions. We just don't exactly know how that's going to happen yet. Um, uh, he Mal very Keith well could was... be dead, and it could have just been an Easter egg. I mean, let's be real. Marvel's already yes. announced that we Ma- will get our female Ma- Thor. Malkith was absolutely shit, though. That was the problem. Right now, he's currently waging a war on the realms. Like He is doing it. He couldn't even fucking fight a bunch of nerds with them with them fucking uh, some with some magic ro- sticks, some with science. some gravity fucking sticks, the science yeah. sticks. We'll call them science sticks. <laughs> meow 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 meow. He was entranced by the bounciness of Cat Dennings. God damn, who isn't? I was about to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but other than that, I mean, like, it, it, God, if I can only think of a DC villain that I actually liked. DC had villains. Well, Marvel kills them all off. Oh, so. The DC villains are the scriptwriters. Okay, well, I, I, I don't know it. I know who my favorite, like, actually, my favorite MCU villain is Tony Stark. He that is- motherfucker's caused more problems. That's true. Than anybody else. If he would have just died in the cave, there wouldn't have been so many problems. Wouldn't have been Ultron. That's true. Peter hey, Parker because- wouldn't have almost killed his classmates. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Since Tony Stark's got a daughter. Does that mean we have fu- uh, future potential for Avengers: The Next Generation? Wasn't that Riri Williams, or is that another comic line? I, I think it's the bathroom. Y'all keep talking. It's yeah. uh, it, it was an it's one of the older Marvel uh, animated movies. It's about how the uh, Ultron pretty much took over the world, but m- the Avengers actually had kids. Thor has a daughter. Tony Stark does not have any kid at all. Uh. Hawkeye. Hawkeye has a kid. Uh, uh, Captain America and Black Widow actually have a son together. Um, I know. There's, um, there's Pink Pym and uh, yeah, that uh, Hope Van Dyne. Yeah, they have a yeah. they have a son. And the one they allude to that you should know off the back who the parents are is the Black Panther's kid, which is him and uh, what's her fucking name? Storm. Storm. Mm-hmm. Storm. Son. They're like, they're like, wait, when did he and who? It, it, it takes like two rewatches for me to yeah. actually cough that. And they're both out of Africa originally. So. Yes. And in <laughs> and, and actual storylines of the comics, she does become the queen of Wakanda. Yeah. Him and T'Challa get married. Yeah. And I, and I think they can kind of like allude to that too, especially now that they announced uh, the show is on Disney Plus because yes. you already know they're going to have the Hawkeye series with Jeremy Renner, but it's also mm-hmm. going to introduce Kate Bishop. You know, also, oh man, Kate Bishop. Not many people yep. know no. about that. And then you're gonna have uh, Scott Lang's daughter too. Yes, uh, Cassie. Cassie. Yeah. Cassie. 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 If she Cassie, ever. Yeah. Then you also have the uh, uh, Winter Soldier and Captain Falcon TV series, yep. as well as the female Thor series coming out. Now it's my turn. Well, the f- no, the female <laughs> Thor is going to be the movie. It's oh. gonna be. It's gonna be Thor love, for- love and War. Love oh, and Thunder. Okay. Love, love and Thunder. That was it. I, I don't know how to feel about that because I like the Jane Foster Thor line. It sounds like it's just gonna be a shittier version of Ragnarok. What what I what I was hoping to see was the Asgardians of the Galaxy because there's such a funny dynamic between Thor and the Guardians cast. You just gotta give it time. They're coming out with three. Yeah, I know, but I think uh, three is actually coming out after Thor because mm. of the production delays with oh, Gunn yeah. doing Suicide Squad now. 
Well, let's not. I mean, if we're oh. talking about where like things that we'd like to see done, I mean, what was it? Uh, you're talking about Thor. I wish they actually had a more accurate portrayal of Mantis. I would like. I'd like Inhumans. Oh, Inhumans would be another really great one. As a way to introduce them into the MCU, yes. They, they just did it in freaking Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes. They did. They, that their was response a... was, was something that people didn't pick up on, which was uh, the no. the response was, I thought Kree sleeper agents was top secret. Yeah. That, which, that was a really great <laughs> Easter egg that they just threw out there that no one caught. What I, what I would really like to see is since, you know, Disney and Marvel want all of the money, well, why not capture the horror dynamic? And just release uh, once a year, do a fucking Marvel Zombies movie for Halloween once a year. Oh, they're coming out with a Marvel What If, and in that I know it's one if, but no, no, no. There is a they're coming out with a series called the What If. Oh, I'm, I'm informed. In one of the uh, background pictures, when you saw like the Marvel symbol with the M in front of it, was a zombie Captain America. But I want to see that on the big screen, and I want to see like a once a year because that is a great storyline. It's a pretty long storyline. Yes, it and is. you could milk that, and like since it's a one shot, one off, you don't need to get the main actors because they're going to be buried under layers of makeup or CGI lately. Actually, the shitty part is I've I seen that storyline. It's actually a uh, repeating timeline. Yeah, it just keeps. It, going. It's a repeating timeline. There's, it's in a constant loop. There's no exit from it. Yeah, you're you're just fucked. They're zombies. Yes. And that's why it would be awesome for like a once a year, even if they did it on Disney Plus as like an hour, hour and a half, you know, mini movie for Halloween. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to see that. But we were talking about changes a little while ago as we like an, an hour, all. an hour ago. Well, that's not because we're at two we, hours and like 17 you know, minutes or so conversation. in this conversation. <laughs> that, that's changes, right? Which is something I'd like to do <laughs> weekly or bi-weekly or something. Just sit I'm here down and, with that. Sit here and yeah. do this and uh, invite more people in, like get Kyle into this conversation. Uh, get Jason even in if we're talking to MCU. Um, Mark. You can get Mark over here, too. I haven't seen him in forever or <laughs> Nick Miranda or anybody. Nobody's seen Nick Miranda in forever. He's yeah. probably MIA or he's, you know, He's, he's I'm somewhere. pretty sure Danielle has got him buried under the floorboards at this point. And we're okay with that. <laughs> Everyone is okay with that. Um, but I guess I'll run this down really quick. Since we're talking about MCU, I'll, I'll just go there. What is your guys' favorite MCU movie and quickly why? Because mm. I just want to know where you are as a person at this point in my life. And we're going to take Endgame and Infinity War and chuck that out of it. Because Endgame is the obvious fucking answer. Because that I mean, was, was good, fucking. I would not call you it haven't seen it yet. That was me talking. I enjoyed it. No, his, more his more. face. Oh, I read the plot. It sounded dumb. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> what made it great was the ending. The ending was really good. No, no, no. I'm talking about like the ending was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. He snaps. No, no, no. Fuck that. No, no. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about like the, everything leading up to that was what was really good. Okay. We finally got to see your cap say assemble. Because yes. with Thor's hammer, yeah. so that was what was really good. Because, I knew it. Because this isn't even my Thanos. Like, no. Hashtag not my Thanos. Yeah, we. Because yeah. Thanos, <laughs> Thanos could just kill everybody without the gauntlet. Let's yeah. get that out of the way. He's proven it. I, he's he he killed killed fucking like a couple people just using fucking Black Bolt's voice by breaking his back and making him scream. It was awesome. 
it was a fantastic screen in the film or a screen in the comic. And he took three of those screams to the face. Oh God! Yes, he did. <laughs> uh, so, what? What? Bullheimer, we'll start with you, and we'll go around. Uh, my favorite MCU movie of all time is still going to be Captain America: The First Avenger. Okay, uh, why? Um, I love period piece movies, and you know, I actually remember the very, very shitty original Captain America movie, and I. My first introduction to Captain America was actually in an X-Men cartoon episode where it was Wolverine with a flashback with Captain America where he carves hero on his grave. And ever since then, I'm like, he punched Nazis. I appreciate that. You can have your opinion. I'm kind of indifferent on Wolverine. I'm going with the cap angle here. But the movie to me was perfect. It was set in the time period. It gave him a really good backstory, set him up great as a character. No real low points in the movie to me. I don't know why more people don't like it. Okay. Shadow? Sticking with Cap, uh, Winter Soldier. Mostly for the reason was that when you look at the the previous movies within the MCU, they were all like your typical blockbuster comic book type movies. Where Winter Soldier, it felt more like a political spy thriller. Which essentially, you look back to like the seventies, the eighties of Captain America in that line. That's essentially what that was. Like he's losing his faith in, you know, he's he's not trust he's not trusting anybody, and it shows that. And you have just amount, just the perfect amount of the Falcon. You have just the perfect amount of Nick Fury, and you have Maria Hill, and you have all to your left. so many characters to your left yeah <laughs> so many oh, different characters said. and oh, you, you said. and you build their friendship up really well to set up for the future you have nick and steve sparring back and forth like you know nick has his you know convictions and his why, why he's doing what he's doing and steve is always questioning it and that's always been you know captain america <laughs> And it's it's a political thriller within a comic movie. The same way I feel like The Dark Knight was a crime mob movie in a comic book movie. That's just how I feel. <laughs> like it's it's a, it's it's the different genre that you can't like. You you of course it's gonna be put under you put it under a certain genre. It's gonna be under a superhero comic book, but you can put it under so many different ones. And to me, that was like the last. Really, the last one that took itself seriously, but at the same time didn't it had the right amount of humor. You chuckled a little bit, then you were also like just straight into it from the get go. Gotcha, Chris. I want to say skip, but because I want to hear what Bird had to say. But yeah, you know, screw it. Um, honestly, my I, I can't I can't say it's from the MCU because I'm gonna go with. Pre MCU as well for this, which is the. Uh, You're a bastard. I said MCU. <laughs> I said MCU for a reason. I know. You're violating the rules here, Chris. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh, no, no, no. I want to hear MCU. Spider Man. Which one? All of them. Well, Far From Home or Homecoming? I'm like, that's why I said pre MCU because I'm also counting the all the other ones before oh, MCU. Spider Man 3 was shit and we know that. Yes, true, but. Pop that collar. Spider Man's. 
I don't Spider-Man. even care about the dancing scene. Eddie Brock was a disgrace. Yeah. Toe for grace. Hashtag that not was, my Eddie Brock. That was really <laughs> dumb to cast him. But still. But, but on the current MCU, starting from Iron Man okay, and on. Uh, if that's the case, then yes, Spider-Man. Which one? Homecoming or... Which one would you find better? Homecoming or... Mm, I wouldn't which, say Far From Home was if, better if, than if, Homecoming. If you didn't find it hilarious, the fact that Far From Home was casted like 500 miles from his house... Or no, a Homecoming was like 500 miles from his house, but... Uh, you know, far from home was like down the block. Yeah, yeah. from where he lives. Which he was like, "This is fucking this is weird." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The re- and the only reason I say Spider-Man in general, whatever the homecoming or uh, far from home, is because honestly, honest to God, what got me into superhero comics was Spider-Man. Mm. Spider-Man was my first actual superhero comic I ever read. As much as I, and honestly, as much as I obsess about Spawn mm-hmm. and I hate Wolverine and Superman. Spider-Man was will still always be my first comic I've ever read. Yeah, that, and yeah. he's the one that got me into it, you know. So, okay. chat, that's pl- why. Chat, please jump into the conversation. I want to hear what you guys have to say. I know you're all there, Tyler. I don't know if you're still there. We had like mm. seven people in chat. Yeah, what's your favorite Marvel? Well, movie? I want to hear what you guys say, and I'll bring it up at the, when we're done here. Go ahead, uh, Bird. What you got? Favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe? Black Panther. Why? The soundtrack. Well, that's part of it, actually. I did like the music, and I really liked the direction they took, like, the art, the artistry of it. And like I said earlier, I really liked the villain. And I like, I could have done without some of the weirder CGI moments, like the rhinos. Mm-hmm. But I, I liked how it played out. And I liked, like, I didn't, wasn't a big fan of the fact that they killed off Killmonger, but... He'll come back. The way he died fit with the character. He he stuck with his convictions, and it wasn't the whole, like, it wasn't a villain gets defeated and changes his mindset. It was, or it wasn't the over-the-top villain who really just doesn't have a mindset. It was this villain who had a mindset and stuck with it to the bitter end, and I liked that. That's awesome. Honestly, that's really good. Yeah, I, I agree I, with that. I, I'm stuck between two. I'm not even going to lie. It's um, I'm actually stuck between three. It's uh, Iron Man 1 mm-hmm. because I watched that in Bruges, Belgium. So it holds a little, like like him, it holds a special part in my heart. Uh-huh. Uh, I was out in the Navy at the time. And uh, I someone came back from uh, the ship and they went, hey... Did you know that there's an Iron Man movie out? And I went, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So uh, we went out, a bunch of us, because uh, we were in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ended up going, we, we found a movie theater that opened up at like 10 o'clock in Belgium. And we, like, I, I went twice. I went one day, then I went the next and I grabbed a group of my friends and we walked the mile to the theater that had a bar attached to it. So we, said, we, we, we were the only people in the theaters both days because it was a Wednesday and a Thursday. Yeah. So nobody's there. <laughs> so we're sitting down. We walk. I'm like, OK, let's check. We look up at there's a screen that has pressure plates in every seat that tells you which seat is actually taken. So we're like, oh shit, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. So we go watch the movie. And then there's an intermission right in Iron Man 1, right when he is crawling to get his heart. 
Mm-hmm. Then to get the extra, the other core reactor, there's, yeah. a, there's a ten minute, there's a ten minute intermission. No shit. And the bar is open by that time. They know how to sell concessions. Yeah. So we walk out yeah. and we go to the bar. We take like six, six, seven shots as fast as we we're, we're navy fucking six, seven shots mm-hmm. as fast as we can. Smoke a cigarette and go jump back into the theater. And we Sounds do this right. both days, and it was just. We we all I watched that twice because my first thought was this is going to be something special. Mm-hmm. Winter Soldier is definitely up there. Okay, Saw that one coming. Winter Soldier was was probably one of my favorite because for all the reasons you said, mm-hmm. it had fantastic character development, fantastic villains from top to bottom. Uh, Scarlett Johansson actually put on a performance of a lifetime in that film. Yeah. Um, she was she yeah. was teaching like Captain how to be a spy in that mm-hmm. scenario, which he carried on through the other films. Fantastic. There's not a lot of bad things about that. Um, and the last one was Avengers, the first one. Yeah, the first Avengers. The and first it, one is magical. I can't, it, it, I can't it, believe it, we all kind of gloss it, over it after. It was so great after. because I sat in that theater with a bunch of people who never read comics before, full. And I saw the head turn, and I had two thoughts in my head. Either A, that's a scroll because of the chin. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, and you will tell you, he has a scroll chin. I'm like, that's another super mm-hmm. scroll, but we don't have Fantastic Four. Or that's fucking Thanos. And I didn't say a fucking word till I got outside the theater. And she, I was with uh, my girlfriend at the time, uh, Carolina. Yeah. And she goes, who was that? And I'm like, grabbed her, pulled her in. And I'm like, that's Thanos. Who's Thanos? I don't have the time <laughs> to explain this on who, because at that point we, we had all these movies and they, they, they stopped and we're like, okay, the movies are done. And mm-hmm. we, the Avengers are like, Oh, it's going to be great. And it's going to be the culmination. And as soon as I saw him, I, my mind exploded. Cause I'm like, no, this, this is, is going to go. Because because before we didn't have before Avengers we didn't have like the giant Marvel fucking things where they went oh Avengers one oh we've got Civil War here's our Marvel Cinematic Timeline no yeah, we we didn't, we didn't have that like these movies came out we were like oh man these are we, great we, standalone we, we, yeah we, one and done pretty much we, yeah. we, we we watched the movies and then we went and saw another we 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 heard we saw on a trailer of a different movie that this was coming out and we're mm-hmm. like holy fuck so Avengers taught me at that moment that this is going to keep going like and i'll be honest my 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 thing that i'm looking forward to is eternals Mm -hmm. and if anybody here doesn't know who the eternals are which is bird and i'm assuming bullheimer i've watched a quick comics explain video okay fantastic uh chris even at this point 50 50 okay Okay, i have an idea but not a full i'm not knowledgeable but i know the basics so the eternals are okay so pretty much (sighs) what uh what happened was the universe was exploded and three people were made Mm -hmm. the humans which had the potential to have either be kree or mutant or normal squandered (laughs) <laughs> which is the squandered one yeah. which is no, nobody uh the uh, uh celestials who are pretty much all like supermen they they all have like they're all basically immortal but they all have different talents that they get but we they all have one. they all have like an incredible longevity yeah, we got one with ego so 
No, not so much. He was he oh. was he the was dead built, celestial. He go, he go, nowhere. He was a celestial, or he was a uh, my bad. My, my bad. Uh, uh, you had my bad. You had the humans. You had the Eternals. Ego was a celestial. Yeah, you said a celestial. That's My what apologies, I screwed that up. He was a celestial, and those are a whole other bargain bin of what the fuck. Yeah, because the colony of nowhere was the head of a dead celestial. Yes, or uh, eternal, correct? Exactly. It gets, celestial. No, celestial, mm-hmm. and that's where it gets fucked up from there. Celestials will be another topic of conversation of where you have to bring in the Cree and everything else and where you're Aren't so they technically confused. already there? Yes, but the Cree have already <laughs> been brought up, but you're so fucking confused on what the hell they're supposed to play. And you've talked about Cree and Skrull and Captain Marvel fucked up the Skrulls! I'm like, so, so who's the villain again? Skrulls or Cree? Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this one time. The writers, the I writers are the villains. I haven't had a chance to say this yet. Everyone's like, oh, the Skrulls are the good guys no, and the not. Krees are the bad guys. No, no, no. this is not... Like, it's not North Vietnam versus South Vietnam where you have, like, the horrible people and the fucking pee-bad people. This is literally supposed to be Stalin versus Hitler, okay? That is how bad the scrolls and the Kree are. Yes. But that has irritated me beyond no end. I walked out of let that it movie. Out, Bruce. I was just, with, just let it out. I was with Mark, I hadn't had a chance I was with Mark and Val and Jim. And we walked out of it, and Mark literally turns to Whoever's Val and Jim. ears have this up, I apologize. Thank you. I had to move my headphones. No, not you guys. Fuck y'all. Okay. I meant that. Okay. <laughs> no, and uh, Mark, we're walking out, and Mark turns to Val and Jim and says, There's two things Chetto's going to yell about when we walk out of here Marvell. Yes. And the scrolls. Yes. I get, Which I, we did both. And I, and I walk out, I throw my empty bug of popcorn. Wasn't Marvel supposed to be a giant head in a jar, basically? No, no. he was supposed oh. to be a dude. No, that, 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 that was Captain supreme Mar- intelligence. Oh, yeah. yeah, I got that backwards. That was just supposed to be a dude no, 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 in no, no, general. No, no, no. So, but not the point. Not the point for us to destroy <laughs> yeah. Captain Marvel. Needless to say, I walked out and I said, Marvel, what the fuck? And I hear Val go, here he goes. And then I said, Scrolls. And I said, like, an enjoyable movie, but what the fuck? I, I will tell you right now, and I brought this up on the cast. I was I was living in the living. I was laying down in the theater, and I had Kayla to my right, and I'm like, you know what? I can let most of this go. Uh, oh, uh, I watched this. I, 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 right I can next to let you. most of this go. I'm holding her hand. I'm like, you know what, honey? I can. We're right next to Endgame. We're ready to go. I can let this all go. And I'm holding her hand, and she's like, oh, I don't see him angry. Until and days. then they went, we're all refugees. I let go. My my, 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 my reclined <laughs> seat went down. I rolled up and went, what the fuck? <laughs> this is bull. He's sitting next to me. And I'm like. That's all he said to me. I didn't say a word. I smacked him. I'm like. <laughs> Essentially, I did the same thing to Jim because Jim was next to me, and I just go like. Really? He's like, no. really? I'm like, I'm up here. I'm up here. I'm watching with you. Wait, so you let go of Jim's hand when this happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jim let go of my hand because I would have crushed him because I was so pissed. <laughs> yes, Tyler, I agree. The scrolls are not good guys. Fuck Captain Marvel. His exact words he just put in Nice. Um, but I'll get to your thing in a minute. But, but, but like... I mean, we get past that, but like, but seeing Thanos there gave me hope, and then I saw Infinity War, Super and I stuff. lost all hope. <laughs> and and, and uh, hashtag, I have an entire cast, like a thirty-minute rant on why I hate Thanos. At least this Thanos. I have it downloaded yeah. on the computer, getting it back online because we are no longer with 
uh, the company we are with, we were with before, mm-hmm. is <laughs> it would take me a long time to get that all back up. But I, I, I talked about Thanos rising. I talked about uh, Thanos. Uh, I, I, Thanos you... is one of my favorite <clears throat> characters. I felt bar none. Between like two bar movies, none. I did not get a Thanos copter. Even a little tiny Easter egg of a Thanos copter. I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. But there, there could have been one flying in the background with a glove on it, and that would have served me. I mean, Endgame but, was nothing but a circle jerk of fan service, and you couldn't yes. give me the chopper. But but yeah, which which but the circle jerk of that fan service was still phenomenal. Yes. like yeah. literally. Yes, you, it was. You had the beginning, and you, uh, just here, Captain America starts swearing. Mm-hmm. Steve here, Chris Evans starts swearing. That's the greatest character development of all time. Language. Language. Fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, who in this room has read Secret Empire? To hear Hail Hydra yes. come out of yes. that yes. drop me on the floor yes. laughing. Oh my god, that was and the I greatest. Said, Tony needs to hear this because he huh. hated that. Mm-hmm. Were all three of us at the same movie for that? Endgame? Yeah, we yeah. were. <laughs> we were. We were. We were there. <laughs> I asked. I asked who. I asked. I just asked who read Secret Empire. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No. I don't give a shit who saw Endgame. I said who read you know Secret go, Empire. Go I believe the answer is everyone saw yeah. Endgame. Yes, but who? He, well, we were. We were. He has yeah. never seen Sacred Empire or Endgame or read Secret Empire. Either one. I ha- but I, I just, haven't read. I, but during that this was cast, really I just downloaded freaking Endgame during this cast. The, the, that moment was no really shit. Great. I just got it. Like, it's it, coming back with me. Yo, Hell Hydra, and it was like perfect. Yeah. But, go, but going back to when you said uh, when you first saw Thanos, you know, the end credit scene for Avengers, when they're sitting there in that secret compound and Loki's sitting there and kind of like goes back to when he's talking to the other and you see Thanos. Edward Selleck, yeah. Yeah. He was, talk- he was talking to Selleck mm-hmm. and then they went over to... And he shows and he says, you know, something about him and you kind of see a chair. My dad looks over me and he goes, Thanos. I'm like, eh, I can see, but well, whatever. We'll have to see. Maybe they're just teasing it. And sure as shit, here comes the end credits scene. You see him stand up. My dad's like... You never saw him stand <laughs> up. You saw his head and then there's... What you saw was the head turn. Well, well, and that's no, before that, because you saw, you like... You never you, saw Thanos stand up. Yes, you did, because he puts his hands down like this and just kind of stands, and then he just but bows and says... I believe that wasn't until Age of Ultron, where he puts his hand in the Infinity Globe. Yes. Well, no, that's what he did in Age of Ultron. No, he, 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 he never... He, honest to God, he no, the never chair just stood up. Smirked. He literally... He was turned around because he was talking, and he, he was turned, turned around, yes. And then all he did was go... He turned no, his he head. Stood, he stood up. No, he didn't. No, yes, he, he did, did not stand up. He dude. stood up. I'm pretty sure he's about to pull the movie up right now. He did not stand up. I bet you a 12 pack of great taste, less filling Miller Light that you're wrong. God, just like damn, that fleck. Fuck. Only 96 calories. Fuck Miller Light. <sighs> Eat a dick. All right, I don't need sound for this shit. Of course you don't. No, we just need to tr- prove Cheddar you know, I got, I got a one random question while we're talking about, you know, people. Oh, shit, yep. stand up. <laughs> Damn. Fuck you, I owe you a case now. <laughs> it's still a case. Okay. Oh, you, it, you, it's you, Miller Lite, okay, it's water. You don't ever actually get to see, like, the whole stand-up. Well, no, but you saw him stand up, and then he turns, and it's like, and it's like, holy shit. And there's probably, and we were, in, of course, in a sold-out theater, and you saw probably about, like, seven... Oh we saw like seven other people go, "Whoa, shit!" Thanos <laughs> did not stand up. Oh wow, he did stand up. <laughs> so nobody actually saw the hands like make him stand up. I didn't care about the stand up part because you didn't get to see the shoulder pads. It was yeah. the fact that he was even there. Yeah. Oh no, exactly. 
But like I said, like there was like seven people were sitting there just going, holy shit. Then my dad's like, told you. I'm like, well, God damn me. At least they know. At least you know who read comics that night. Tyler, Tyler, I will say one thing that uh, Secret Empire was a good story, but we have an entire cast on it that I I want to put back online that we talked about. That um, at least for at least it, a good it, two it, months, it, we kept it saying Hell Hydra shows how fucked up that they did with the whole storyline. Like they, they they had such a good concept and they fucked it up so. Oh, hard. they dropped the like ball they they dropped the ball hard really the hard end. at the end there. But I will bring up the fact that your comic that you posted in there, thank you very much, was Edward Norton's The Incredible Hulk. I was just honestly about to say something about that. Now, if we were going back to where we were going before that. Thomas Jane Punisher still w- wins. Oh, yes. That, uh, okay. I, I agree. If we go yeah. before MCU, which I don't know if Thomas Jane Punisher qualifies, because we can't say if Netflix, hold on, because we don't know if Netflix Punisher is the actual MCU one. They're uh, there's do. talks about trying to integrate the Netflix series into the MCU. You know, I think it did because you look at the first season of Daredevil. And they referenced Iron Man, they referenced Dory, and yeah. the incident you know, they're I, talking I, I, about I, I, is Avengers. No, no, no I, we understand why. But, uh, of course, like, like same thing with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they kind of like... To, to be fair, they all integrated, off, every one of those Netflix shows integrated some at, form of Marvel MCU. At this point... And, but then they kind of, like, just But at this point, they could honestly just it. back out, and they, they could just pop into, like, they could bring <laughs> in here and say, yeah, my family was killed on a beach when they introduced The Punisher. Mm-hmm. They don't have to talk about what happened in the Netflix series. Yeah. If the so, Punisher isn't driving a flat black 69 GTO, he's not my Punisher. Yeah. No, fuck you. He needs that. a goddamn battle van. I agree with the battle van, but the friggin' battle goat is the best. Yeah. No, the battle van was the most amazing thing that ever happened. The In GTO the, comic- the GTO was phenomenal, the and GTO I will give you that. Was. The GTO made me cream my pants a little bit. Um, the, the 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 '90s metal soundtrack was a not was phenomenal. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure none of you leave here until we're done watching a whole bunch of honest trailers uh, tonight, and that's gonna be my life for this evening. Um, but with that, I'm Hold going on. before we end this, or whatever the hell he has to say. Uh, yes, no, no one actually, no, no one in this group forgets that Edward Norton started that off. Because if you remember, at the end of Iron Man, what? Edward Norton's uh, Hulk actually is what started the MCU. Yeah, uh, that's that really. Uh, if you want to get yeah. technical, Tony Stark showed up in the end credit scene with Thunderbolt Ross. Yes, yeah. But that was a different movie, I thought. No, no that, no? that was that yeah. was the end of that Hulk, the one that had the. Abomination. Oh yeah, Hulk, Hulk came out. Actually, Hulk came out after. Uh, Hulk came out after Iron Man. My bad. Like like, like a month later. It, was, like it wasn't that close. far. Yeah. I was in another country watching that one. So that's <laughs> my. Bad. So this is where my. I went to a lot of countries. Damn it. <laughs> so this is where my one random question comes in real quick. Who was the better Hulk, Edward Norton or Mark Ruffalo? Are you talking Bruce Banner or Hulk? Because the better Hulk is simply on who had the bigger CGI budget. Okay, I'm, actually, I really did Banner. prefer. I really did prefer Edward Edward Norton's Hulk, Hulk like CGI yeah. over Mark Ruffalo's. Uh, agreed. Yeah, uh, but, absolutely. But but they also had like to do with different. I would have preferred Edward Norton's Edward Norton. Uh, do you know why? Really quick, why Edward Norton was taken out of that film? He because he came. Well, I didn't ask you. He's a pain in the ass wait, to work who, with. Wait, who? What do you mean? Who? I didn't who? ask you. To who? I asked you. Okay, I, I'm uh, out of this one. No, I'm asking you. I was talking Chetto. Because I know Chetto knows. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Uh, Chris? He was a, like, 
he had said earlier, he was a pain in the ass to work with. No, and he, one, and he no owned, one really liked working with him. And he also asked for too much money, like Terrence yes. Howard. He was a big monster to play with. I, I believe not only did he ask for too much money, he wanted way too much creative control. He wanted, like, script control and all that kind yeah, of shit. He, and when like, you're trying to build a universe, you can't give one guy script control because then it just goes off the rails. I know you're saying normies, but uh, I, I have this problem with absolutes. Uh, <laughs> now, does he make a better Hulk or Banner? Uh, Norton, as an actor, would make a far better Banner. But the way they portray him in the MCU, it's... You know, Ruffalo Ruffalo was, is, is fine. Was a phenomenal replacement. Okay. Okay. There is nothing wrong oh. with Ruffalo. Does anyone else remember the fact that Ruffalo, that Hulk also married uh, Elektra? One point? In the comics at some point. No, different Marvel movies, like not even Marvel movies in general. It's just, just I remember. A whole, Are you seriously me. referencing thirteen going on thirty? Yes. <laughs> I think. Yeah, oh, God damn it. Um, but like, if we had to rank the Thank Hulk, you. I was like, wait a minute. Thank you for someone noticing that. Rank your Hulks. Eric Bana, mm. Lou Ferrigno. Ooh. Mark Ruffalo. Ferrigno for the win. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> I can't argue that one. He's the only Hulk that didn't need CGI. So you had four. That's true. That's very. You, you had four, which was Ferrigno, Bana, Norton, and Ruffalo. Rank them. All right. So Ferrigno. One, one, da- one down to four. Yeah. So, no, I'm going to start at the top. That's so, what I just said. Yeah. So we've been drinking. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ferrigno is obviously the top. Um, I'm actually going to go Norton because I enjoyed his performance. Um, ben is at the bottom and Ruffalo's right there above him. Wait, so 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 do your one, two, three, four. You're making me do things in order. My Norton? <laughs> Norton is number two. So Frigno is first. So Frigno, Norton, Ruffalo, Bana. Yes. Nobody liked that Bana one. Go ahead. Actually, it's, his is the same as mine. Chris? <laughs> I very honestly, I actually say Ruffalo was number two for me over Norton. I preferred him as Banner and Hulk. I think Norton's a better actor. I understand why he couldn't exist in the universe, but he was good in that movie. Go ahead, Bird. You don't want my opinion. Do it. <laughs> I want your opinion. We don't want, we're asking you for your opinion. Character. Say that again. Hulk is a garbage character. <laughs> Bird, I will fucking kill you. Oh, no, he means everyone except for Amadeus Cho. Uh, <laughs> You're dead next. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Oh, thank God. Hulk was a garbage character. There's only like three runs that were actually good. Uh, Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk was number one. Um, I'll give that one. Uh, Hulk Immortal and, Hulk. Hulk and Onslaught. Mm, that's another was good a good one. one. Where Jean Grey separated the mm-hmm. consciousness. Yeah. Uh Frigno is definitely going number three for me. Oh. Norton, Ruffalo, uh, Frigno, Bana. Nobody liked Bana, and it wasn't Bana, uh, Eric Bana's fault. I'll say it wasn't that. his performance. It was more like. It was the whole movie as a theme because it was another goddamn cloud villain. Yes. Yeah. At the same time, if you're set up in a movie where, despite your acting prowess, I actually like Eric Bana. He's. He's fantastic. He's yeah, fantastic huge. Hector in fucking Troy. Oh, oh, that's huge cool. car guy as well. 
awesome documentary about him racing on the <laughs> side. Twick your nipple nipples for that. Well, you mentioned Troy, so I got a little excited. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you could do a whole podcast about me and Troy for another time. So. No, no wonder you're so happy. Eric's working out. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, All right. It's gonna stop. All right. right now. <laughs> We're done here. That's where I'm gonna end it. It was right. about three hours of us Jesus. just talking about things that jumped from the dc uh, here's the funny part we were fantastic when it came to like the dc animated universe as soon as i said dceu it jumped to mcu and really fast it just fell off the rails it just shows how little we like we appreciate chetto's ranting ability but no one cares because it's such garbage it's funny because i was gonna go on a rant about it and i ended up talking about other shit <laughs> and completely forgot what, you're talking about yeah. the dce once again being garbage i mean it is oh no, no. Well, it's our yeah, thing but... going off topic <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well, I, for- I forgot we started this by talking about hush <laughs> <laughs> it's like it reminds me of our very first podcast we went about two hours I, I really well, well, hold on, no, I did two hours on purpose because yeah. I did know exactly what we were going to do at the first time. Still reminds me of our first podcast, and it fucking went phenomenal. And it was like two or two and a half years ago, and I want to keep this going. Um, we're gonna keep going more. If it's not in two weeks, it'll be in three weeks. Two weeks, I'll pr- I'll be at a con. So a month, three weeks from now, we'll Once do again, it in a month. No, three weeks from now. I'll he do says it. three weeks. I'm calling a month. Well, just because you won't be here won't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not counting myself. Not <laughs> I'm just saying a month in general still. All right. So we'll <laughs> call it off here. Uh, I want to thank Bird for being here for the first half and then the rest of the time on his phone because he didn't know much about the MCU. God damn it, Bird. And comics. Uh, Chetto, I want to thank you again for coming by thank and talking for, hush for with me, me a little bit and listening to me and then sparking off a whole bunch of comic of conversation that, like, honest to God, that we I haven't had in a long time. What the fuck just happened on your screen? What the oh, that, that, that's Tyler. God damn it, uh, Tyler. Tyler does that. Tyler's a really great guy. He's part of uh, CFF and a whole bunch of other things. He oh, really yeah, does that, support oh, streamers. Tyler. Tyler Winter, he's a really nice guy. Yeah. Uh, Blimer will definitely get into a Gundam conversation with you. and uh, Wait, Gundam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a huge Gundam fan. My nigga! Uh, <laughs> you have not seen my house. I have perfect grades. He does. He has some really cool Gundam. Fucking awesome. Look at his face. Yeah. Look at his face. That, that, there we go. Um, that's why I said we're finished here. We're going to have a conversation between Gundams, between you, Chris, and uh, myself at some point, and maybe Bird. If Wait, he... you like Gundams? You have a Gundam. That's why I'm I, asking. I, like, I st- it's not even built. Of course not. I don't build them. I'm giving it to him to build for me. We've already had this discussion. Shit, I can build that motherfucker for you. I've seen his. I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to his house. You just have money to build better. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, I no, he doesn't. I've been building them since I was seven. Mm. That, that that's pretty much why I went with them. Uh, I got three myself, and we'll end uh, this for right here. Uh, I'll find a way to try to get this on Podbean. I doubt I will. <laughs> At three fucking hours, I doubt it will get there. Three segments. Oh, God damn, it's ridiculous. Uh, this is Bruce Warchief Hoover and Christian Forcer Vasquez, and we really miss everybody else. Where's my rest <laughs> of my crew? At? Where's my coach? Where's my dwarf? Where's my jolly good. Nazi? He's in Florida, and the other one's at home. Where's my crackers? 